Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved. Cast out demons and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of men's souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, I can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening. You're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. Special honor to have Peter Coolen back on. 
Uh, Peter is a friend of Omega Man Radio, and we always love to hear from Peter. So we're going to get some great updates on what's going on. And uh, we've got a great weekend uh, planned for you this week. We have uh, Dr. Pat Holliday will be on 8 p.m. for our weekly School of Deliverance. And then we've got special guest Steve Quill. Now, we didn't think we were going to get Steve Quill back, uh, but praise God he's opened the door to uh, bring him back one more time. And we're going to have a special three-hour show starting at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. Get some uh, updates on what's going on with CERN and Anak uh, Krakatoa. So I think that'll be a great program. Uh, last show we had Steve on. Uh, the chat room was jammed out. I think we hit 425 people, and the downloads are still tabulating. So it's opened a lot of doors uh, for people that did not know about the network to hear about us, and we hope to pick up some new friends in the process. Of course, it's an always a pleasure to hear Steve. So praise God for that. I'm going to have uh, next week, so far booked, we have Joseph Jasinski from Canada. Uh, he will be on the program. We'll be doing uh, some more spiritual warfare training. And uh, excited to see what God is doing. Uh, we uh, were up uh, very late into the wee hours of the morning. Uh, I was talking to Dr. Pat, and uh, we decided to crank up the hardware. And next thing you know, we're broadcasting at 3.30 a.m. this morning. We were doing the late-night show. <laughs> I had to make a run down to McDonald's and get some uh, get some coffee. And... Uh, about the time we finished that, I decided to mix the show, and uh, I had to wait for WWCR Studios to open up. And what I did then is uh, sent over the mix file, because today was our deadline uh, to get our show in for the uh, the launch on the WWCR network. So uh, officially, uh, Sunday, 4 p.m., uh, we will be airing a one-hour program every week on WWCR Transmitter 2. So we praise God for that door of opportunity. So we, we hit our deadline, we got it in there, and uh, praising God. Uh, I then went uh, to sleep, took a nap, uh, woke up, went back to work, and uh, felt a little bit under the weather, so I took a little bit of a nap. But uh, praise God, thank you for coffee, and uh haven't even taken my first sip yet. I am drinking uh, McDonald's blend tonight. I don't know if it's Colombian or uh, if it's Maxwell House. I really don't know. But I hope it's good. <laughs> Without further ado... Uh, we've been having a little bit of a buffering problem already tonight, so I guess the devil doesn't want this program to happen, so we bind him in Jesus' name. And let's see if we can get uh, Peter on the line. Peter, are you on with me, my friend? Hey, Shannon, how are you doing? Can you hear me good? Uh, I can hear you, my friend. How's it going today? Very good, very good. Um, I want to pray before I even start talking. Amen. That's a great uh, idea. Let's do it. All right, Lord. Um I did not prepare for tonight, and um, I was just talking to Shannon, and um, I still don't know what to talk about. I have a few ideas, but uh, I give this meeting um, totally over to you because I am just an empty vessel. I'm, I'm nobody. I'm nothing. I have nothing to offer. There's nothing good in me, and um, I'm dead, and uh, I just want to make room for you, Lord. I want to... Uh, testify for your grace and mercy and goodness and um, share your love, Father. And uh, I bless every listener tonight. Um, pray that many will call in with uh, prayer requests. And um, I just want to serve, Lord, and um, I'm blessing my brother also. Give him, uh, refresh his uh, spirit, his mind, his body. Give us uh, 
joy in the spirit and uh, let this be a glorious time with you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Now, I understand you've had a very busy day. Uh, now, I didn't know this until you told me, but you're a uh, a licensed uh, bricklayer, brick mason from Germany. Is that right? Yeah, that's one of my profession. I'm also a mechanical engineer for heating systems, air conditioning, plumbing, and uh, my, I grew up in a builder's. Uh, my father was a was a, a general contractor, so I grew up in the business. And um, I can build you a house, Shannon. Basically, the only thing I wouldn't touch was uh, the, anything behind the breaker board. But uh, for the rest, I'm I'm your man. But uh, praise God! I'd ra- I'd rather work for the Lord. I tell you that. Well, man, I tell you, you know, just as Paul had his uh, tent making company, uh, you've got a you could do brick masonry. You know, and I'll tell you something. I really uh, respect uh, the skill of someone who can do something with their hands. Uh, you know, there's something to be said about that. I, I guess you can call it um, instant gratification. You know, being able to um, do something and then see the fruit. You know, yeah. I, I'm I know a lot of hard work goes into you know, laying the brick just right and mixing the mortar. And um, you see some of these really beautiful homes and people will take and do uh, some special inlay of bricks going up the chimneys and, you know, fireplace hearths. And, uh, man, when it is done, it is so beautiful. And you can actually yeah, see, also, see the fruit, you know, of your hands. You also you also see the fruit when you um, lay down at night and close your eyes because you immediately fall asleep. You don't have to stay up all night and... Waste your time on Facebook or just do other um, other things at night. Amen to that. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, uh, you, you you pray for sleep. Uh, I can remember some of those days getting up and uh, hitting the grind again, and I said, "Dear God, please, I just want to sleep. That's all. <laughs> Nothing else matters." Um, but uh, we'll pr- praise God for that, and we want to. Uh, say we are trying to work and fix the buffering issue right now. Some of you cannot hear this program. And uh, I'm in a uh, live chat as we're speaking right now. Don't know. Somebody just posted that it works from the Omega Man side. If you could just uh, post the link to that side, that would be great. Yeah. Somebody was quicker than me. Even. Thank you. Really? Dennis. Well, praise yeah. God for that. Okay. Let's, uh, let's put something there in the chat room. Okay. And, you know, this is a live program, folks, so we're just kind of relaxed here. It's like uh, being at a fireside chat. And, uh, hey, Peter, I missed you, man. We were doing a, 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 a lot of succession of shows uh, before you hit the road and uh, came back to the States. And uh, glad to have you back on. And if you'd like to speak to Peter tonight, the uh, call-in number is going to be 917-889-2745. Again, 917-889-2745. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, if you would like to share a testimony, ask a question, you'd like to pray, um, that's what this program is about. So, Peter, um, again, one of the, the last times we had you on the show, you were still in Sweden. How did the uh, right. flight and the trip come over? Give us some updates. What's been going on with you? Yeah, that, that's actually a testimony by itself because um, – when I was here last time, and I'm a German citizen, right? I have a German passport. I'm not a U.S. citizen. So uh, when I want to come here, um, I'm a tourist, and uh, tourists usually get 90 days 
And uh, we don't need a visa, but we get a an entry stamp in our passport. And uh, 90 days later, you're supposed to uh, leave the country. And um, I broke the law. And because the last time I was here, I did not leave on time, right? I overstayed uh, my tourist um, allowance by many months. And uh, finally, the Lord convicted me when I was reading, reading Romans 13, where it says that... Uh, under all circumstances, you have to obey uh, the law, right? The, the authorities. And, um, okay, I called the embassy, and um, that was in May, I think. And they said, well, leave the country immediately. <laughs> so I did. And, of course, they realized that uh, I overstayed. And um, so I was in Sweden. I had a nice summer there with a brother. Helped him on some construction, and uh, that was a great time. And uh, I was praying a lot and fasting and inquiring from the Lord, like, what do you want me to do? Where do you want me to go? Uh, should I serve in my country? Should would you want me here in Europe? Um, am I going back to the United States? Because I didn't know. And um, what I do usually is uh, go on a fast and, and, and ask and shut everything else out. And um, one day, about after three months, uh, he told me, are you going back to the United States? I said, great, right? Because uh, I love your country. Um, in case you didn't know that, I'm in love with the United States. Um, not so much because of the American dream or anything that other people so um, admire, but somehow the Lord put in my heart uh, an interest, and uh, since 10 years I'm reading everything about the United States, I probably know a lot more about uh, what has been going on here than uh, the average citizen. And I'm not so much interested in the European history and in my own country, which is rare, but the Lord does what he wants to do. Anyway, um, I was excited. I I said, okay, I'm going back. So how do you want me to do it? Do you want me to uh, apply for a visa? And because... I had learned that if you had overstayed on your previous visit, they will not let you in as a tourist anymore. Now, the only way to come back would be um, applying for a visa. And I did some research, and the only visa that um, I could have was a religious worker permit. And um, But the Lord said, no, no religious worker permit. So I said, okay, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to uh, sneak over the border? Uh, from Mexico or from Canada? No. So uh, he really didn't leave me any um, any entrance or any exit. He said to me, "You're gonna you're going back. Late, uh, you're gonna go back and be there uh, September 6th at the latest." And I just saw no way to to do it because uh, well anyway, um, and I found this out later that um, I got a severe depression and I didn't know why. But um, that was maybe a week or 10 days later. And I know depression from my uh, from my past, from my old life, and I hated it. I mean, if you're depressed, if you uh, – and you're, you're a believer, you're, you're a spiritual believer, and then depression catches you, um, it's awful. I mean, I said, wow, this is strange. I need to find out what this is and what is, where is it coming from. I had no clue. I wasn't aware that I had done anything wrong. I, I did. I wasn't um, sinning. I wasn't. I didn't curse anybody. I, I wasn't in anything. I, I, I wasn't involved in anything bad. So I couldn't understand. So um, 
I shut everything down, stayed away from the computer, and uh, I, I needed to find out because this is just so awful, right? And about three days later, it was on a Friday, and about on Monday, I, um, I was invited for a um, dinner. My friend Leonard in Sweden was his 65th birthday, and we are meeting another uh, brother from Sweden, Brother Sevet, and this guy is a 70-year-old spirit-filled believer who travels um, back and forth between the states, and uh, he was on many uh, crusades, and he knows some big names from the past. He's really uh, an old-school evangelist. Praise God. And um, and he gave me some testimonies about, I mean, we were just sitting there eating, and um, he was sharing testimonies, uh, and they were just so faith-building. Let me just share uh, one of them, um, where the Lord um, told him a week before 9-11, you ha- you're going to leave the country. And he had a um, an, a big office building in uh, Florida. And he was sitting at his desk and he was saying, well, how am I going to get uh, out of here? I got this um, huge office here on a lease for two years. Um, I don't have any money. Uh, what do you want me to do? And uh, he prayed, and at the, in the same morning, a guy walks in the door, and he says, well, uh, Sevet, uh, nice to meet you, and they hadn't seen for a while. And when he left, when his friend left, uh, he turned around and said, well, Sevet, you know, if you ever uh, hear of any um, location here that is for rent, um, just let me know, okay, because uh, we're looking for something. And Sevet told him, well, that's funny that you say it, because... Uh, I want to get out of here. And his friend said, "Well, you're kidding. You're not gonna give this away. This is this is this is uh, perfect. You, you're not moving out of here." And Sevet said, "Well, if you uh, can come up with two containers uh, today is Friday, I'll be out of here on Sunday morning, right?" So, wow. so his yeah. friend, <laughs> so his friend said, "Oh, I'm I'm, I'm making some phone calls." And I think two or three hours later, the containers uh, backed up, and he had some workers there. Uh, and uh, at 8 o'clock in the evening, the, the office building was empty, right? He sold him all his furniture. And um, now, I think that was, um, let me see, uh, September 8th, right? And he was supposed to fly out on September 10th. And, um, no, he was supposed to fly out September 11 from New York, all right? Now, the Lord told him, you're not flying, he was supposed to fly Atlanta and New York and then over to Sweden, but the Lord told him, no, you're going to Miami, all right? So, Trevor gets in his car, and 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 he walks up to the ticket counter in the Miami airport, and the lady looks at the ticket, and she's just laughing at the guy, and she said, listen, this is the wrong day. You're one day early. This is the wrong airline. We don't fly to New York and to uh, Miami, to Sweden, and um, it's the wrong airport. Yeah, you're supposed to go uh, over Atlanta, right? <laughs> and uh, Sarah was just standing there, and he was praying like, "Lord, I mean, yeah." And he he told the lady, uh, "I'm supposed to fly, right?" And she was just laughing, and and. There was a line, and there was just um, literally no way for him to, that they would accept the ticket, right? So 
and the lady was pregnant, and the Lord impressed him, and uh, he looked in her eyes, and if I remember right, he jumped over the desk and put her hand on his belly, and um, he started praying over her and said, uh, well, uh, your husband left you 10 days ago, and you're having a horrible pregnancy, but uh, I'm telling you, he will, he will be back soon. And everything will go well with, with your child. And he didn't know anything about the lady, right? He was he, he's just gifted in in in, in prophetic uh, in the prophetic um, realm. So the lady just broke down in tears, right? And um, all the other stewardesses they they come up and and they're uh, angry with Sevet because they they didn't hear what he said, but they saw well he did something horrible to her. And uh, uh, she said, no, it's okay, it's okay. And then again, he prayed over her, and uh, she cried, and um, everything was okay, she said. And then he was standing there, and um, it was embarrassing for him, he said. And he wanted to reach over the ticket counter and take his ticket back, and then she slapped his hand, right? And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, and he tried to take it again, and again she slapped his hand, and, and and she said, "Leave that, right?" And then in about two minutes or three minutes, he was she was um, signing up a first class business seat in the same plane. So he flew out instead of September 11 over Atlanta and New York. He flew out um, wrong airport, wrong day, wrong day, wrong airline, right? Praise Jesus. And he had a bunch of those testimonies. Right. I mean, this is not even the most exciting one. Uh, and he was just giving um, faith-building testimonies, just one after the other, right? Man, so he had no idea that two days later, uh, the chaos that was about to ensue. That's right. When he landed in, um, in Sweden and came home, he saw it on, the, on TV. And I think, how long was the air traffic shut down? I don't know. Weeks? I was at least uh, three days. Uh, I yeah. I was uh, in Alaska <clears throat> visiting my mother, and I, I was uh, sleeping in a little cabin they have out there on some property, and I'll never forget it. She comes and wakes me up. Uh, it must have been maybe 5 in the morning, and she uh, she says, uh, Hey, Shannon, um, there's a airliner that has just crashed in the World Trade Center, and uh, one has uh, tried a assassination attempt on the president, and also phone to the Pentagon. I'm saying, what? And I got up and uh, I walked over to their main house, and uh, there were three uh, hunters who had flown in. Uh, my stepfather is a uh, commercial bush pilot, and so they had flown in, and what he was getting ready to do that very day was uh, pick him up in a helicopter and take him off and drop him off in some remote area of uh, Alaska, and then you know pick him up about a week later. They were going to go out and hunt. And I walk into their TV room, and these hunters are fully dressed, and everybody's sitting around the TV, and they're playing the footage. Of course, Alaska, you know, is minus four hours from the East Coast, so it was already about, uh, I guess, probably about 10 a.m. back here in New York. But, uh, yeah, that's where I was on that day. And uh, here your yeah. friend is. Uh, God gives him an alert just a few days prior, tells him to, uh, you're going to leave, and uh supernatural miracle. He rents out his office space. And then he gets the impossible ticket. That's and he right. Ma makes it safely home 
praise God for that. And he gave me another testimony where um, the Lord has told him, um, you're flying to, I forgot the city, so-and-so. And he said, well, I don't have any money, right? And the Lord told him, well, go to the airport. And he said, well, I don't have any money. And he kind of tarried a little bit. But he finally went to the airport, and uh, he's standing in the line to the ticket counter, and he doesn't have any money, right? So a guy comes up from the left side, puts an envelope in his hand, and is a little bit angry and said, listen, I waited two hours for you. <laughs> so, and uh, the next thing is he's the, he's the next in line, and the, the guy disappears, and okay, yeah, he's got the money, but he has no idea where he's going to, right? Then a person from the right side uh, points at a at an advertisement uh, on top of the um, ticket counter and says, well, that looks great. And he looked up and he saw something and he said, well, that's where I'm going, right? And he just gave testimony after testimony. It was amazing. So my spirit was lifted up at that um, dinner table and my dis- depression was almost gone, right? And then he told me, listen to this. Um, because I I was um, convinced that there was no way for me to go to the United States, and that that and I found out later that that was uh, what got me depressed, because the Lord has promised me something a week before, and I didn't see a way for it being possible to to come true. But He told me, hey, you can go, and we can go together, and uh, you can come on a tourist visa. And we just fly down over um, Atlanta to uh, Miami or any other airport in, in Florida. And I said, well, that's great. And he said, well, just buy a ticket for two weeks and um, we're going together. Now, the friend that booked the ticket put me on, put me on the wrong airplane. So instead of going oh, no. with my brother Sebet, <laughs> I was all by myself. And uh, he said, well, Peter, you really got to pray because I, I booked the wrong ticket. Right, and I called my <laughs> yeah. brother Sevet, and I told him, "Hey, uh, Leonard booked me for um, New York. I can't. I, I got to go out by myself." And Sevet said, "Well, John F. Kennedy, New York. Oh, you really need prayer. Those are the hawks, you know, the, the customs and <laughs> immigrations in New York. John F. Kennedy. So, um, but I also I already trusted the Lord because at that evening when He told me that." Um, I could come on a tourist visa and apply for a religious workers permit inside of the country. I didn't have that information because everybody else at the embassy uh, always told me you have to apply for the visa from outside of the country. You cannot do that once you're here. Really? And said that, yeah. And said that, said, well, that's li- that they lied to you because you can. And and he's done it before for other people. So that was my door to 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 see um, how the the Lord wanted to do it. Now, my problem was I still had that transgression in my records that I overstayed my last day by many months, right? And I had people praying for me, and I had people doubting, like, Peter, what are you doing? You know, they're never going to let you, oh, I'll pray for you, but I kind of heard in their voice that they didn't believe that they would let me in. They had unbelief. Okay, so I get, that's right. But I was confident, right? I was confident. And uh, somehow the Lord um, impressed me when you get to um, fill out your customs uh, forms uh, to not put a cross at one, at, at a yes or no uh, option checkbox. And 
I, I was the last one to pick up, um, to, to leave the plane. I was the last one in the immigration line. And uh, the guy just asked me, uh, why didn't you answer the question? Yeah. And I said, I didn't know how to answer. And uh, you, you get to uh, listen to this. When I come into the U.S., you have to put down your hand on the screen. They take your fingerprints. I have an RFID chip in my passport. They already had me because I've been here like three or four times before, right? So when they put my passport on that electronic reader, my name, my face, my everything should uh, pop up on a screen, right? Because he's got a monitor there, he's got a camera, he's got everything. So they had uh, proof of my identity. So I was expecting, not expecting, but I was, I was thinking like, well, uh, now the red alert uh, lights go on, you know? And uh, nothing happened. He just said, well, have a nice day. And I was in. Have a nice day. That's uh, beautiful music. Yeah. When you're coming up to the uh, the border points. Amen. Praise God. God had worked it out, hadn't he? Yeah. And he's, he promised it, and he just showed me uh, with that experience that, hey, don't you doubt what I promise you because you're going to get depressed. And and that's a, a that was a very important important message and and, and a, an important uh, lesson for me to uh, and I promise I mean I said I'm not I'm not going to doubt you again, right? If if you're going to tell me um, you're going to um, walk through that brick wall, I'm just going to start walking, you know, because uh, hey, I don't want to be this depressed. Amen to that. Did you say? You're gonna- did you say you're going to play some music? Yes, uh, we are going to play some music uh, in about a five minute uh, from now. Um, we had a little bit of a buffering issue at the beginning of the show, and uh, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. We've got Peter Kulin, glad to have back in the states from Sweden, and uh, it's always a pleasure to have Peter on. We're going to have a great program tonight. If uh, you would like uh, to call in, speak to Peter or myself. You need uh, prayer. You'd like to share a testimony. We'd love to hear from you. The call-in number is uh, 917-889-2745. Again, 917-889-2745. If you do not have a long distance, we have a toll-free number. It is 877-806-2482. And, uh, Peter, I'm looking at the chat room. We've got a packed-out chat room tonight. Uh, WMA Network uh, just shared a testimony. He said... uh, We just had a powerful thing happen in my living room. He said, uh, my friend has the gift of discernment, and a demon came into the room and fled because of the show playing. You know, the demon wanted no part of the power of God among us, so praise God for that, folks. Um, That's what I want to hear. There is an anointing when the brethren get together, and we come and worship the Lord, and we have uh, some fellowship over the radio, and uh, praise God. That's what the enemy's got to do. And, uh, you know, Peter, I've been learning something about the uh, the blood of Jesus. You know, that's a secret weapon that the enemy does not want the uh, the believer to uh, latch on to because just as uh, the children of Israel applied the blood over their doorpost when the death angel came around, well, what did he do? If the death angel came around to the doorpost, he would go to the next door, wouldn't he? And, yeah, uh, he spared the he spared the bloody posts, huh? Amen. So, 
You know, I was reading uh, this book by H.A. Maxwell White called The Power of the Blood. Uh, and one time it was a bestseller. Of course, this guy, he died in the 80s. So, it, you know, it came out several decades ago. And uh, you won't find it on most bookshelves, but you can certainly order it off of Amazon. And uh, it's a great testimony of um, his experience with the, the blood of Jesus. And um, he says, you know, what we've got to do is every day we've got to get up and we've got to sprinkle it on ourselves, you know, apply it to ourselves. You know, you sprinkle the blood of Jesus on your your person, you know, on your kids if you have children, your wife, your uh, your apartment, your house, your car. Uh, when you get ready to go down the road, sprinkle the blood of Jesus on you. And I'll be honest with you, I've been doing that. It's been making a difference in my life. In fact, uh, I've been do- going into the chat room as we launch these blog talk shows and say, I apply the blood of Jesus to this chat room. Um, I actually got a little piece of ticker tape you can make with these little brother label machines. And it says, uh, I apply the blood of Jesus to any person or thing who comes in through this doorway. And I put it over my front and back door. I've got it on my computer. And I'll tell you, the blood of Jesus makes a difference. Because I've had several laptops <laughs> that have been smitten since I've been in the ministry. Uh, and, you know, these foul spirits will come in and try to wreak havoc, but if they come and they see the blood of Jesus, uh, they'll say, hey, you know what, I'm not messing with that. I'm going for an easier target. And uh, it really makes a difference, folks. Um, so praise the Lord for that. You know, whether you want to sprinkle it or, or cover it, uh, you know, your choice in, in words. But, uh, you know, the point is, it is the blood of Jesus that sets men free. And uh, I'll be honest, I was get, uh, I got in my car the other day and was going down the road and uh, I just had said, you know, I sprinkled the blood of Jesus over me and my vehicle. And it wasn't, brother, seconds later that two cars tried to actually run me off the road. I don't know if they were drunk. Uh, if they had manifested, I don't know what the deal was. But they started to veer into my lane. And they only got so far and they recovered. So <laughs> you never know when the attacks may come. So it's good to have your uh, full armor of God on and stay covered in the blood of Jesus. I just want to share that. So, uh, and uh, I'm going to share something about that, too, after you play the song, brother. Absolutely. Let's take a little bit of a break. We'll give people uh, a chance to wet their whistle, refill their coffee cups, and uh, we'll be back with Peter Coolen in just a moment. And welcome back to the Mega Man Radio Network. It's a live program. I want to send shouts out to Lise, listening all the way from Germany, all the friends that have... Uh, Come over to the chat room tonight. Uh, let's see who we have tonight. We've got Cry Out to Jesus. We have A. Lee. Welcome. We have Denny's Gonzalez. We've got M. Lovingham. We've got Bob T. Number One. We have Dove Song. We've got Ephesians 611. Gloria Benson. J.B. Sapp. John 101. Nisi. Ohio 7. Preach Girl. Prophet Fred. Set the Captives Free. Thinking Theology, Sarah Smith, WM Network. Wow, praise God we didn't have 500. <laughs> Actually, that would be a good problem to have, wouldn't it? And uh, all those that are not in the chat room but are listening live, uh, we're excited about what God is doing. Uh, we have done probably 110 shows at last count since uh, June. If I had looked back at it and thought, man, I have to do 110 shows in 90 days, I don't know if I would have done it. Um, and there's some that work harder than that. I don't know how they do it. Uh, you almost need to make a full-time job out of it, but uh, praise God. I'm actually having a fun time. You know, um, 
Peter, uh, isn't it a great thing when you uh, you're having fun at what you're doing? Isn't it a great thing when you are allowed to do what you love to do? Is that what you're asking? Man, I like that. You know, uh, I was uh, preparing for tonight. Uh, I was getting ready to, uh, you know, just go and buy a a dollar cup of coffee from McDonald's and, uh, you know, getting the things ready. And uh, it was like uh, I was meditating on, um, doesn't the word say God will give you the desires of your heart? And I was thinking, yeah. does that still apply if uh, we're living in the last days of this age? You know, some terrible things are going to be happening around us. And um, it was like uh, God answered me back and says, you know, I'm the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Yeah, you may be in some perilous times. And, of course, uh, the wicked really need to worry because their time is running out to make a decision for Christ. But uh, you can, I still believe, have joy in the midst of persecution and tribulation. You know, you could have war in the streets, and you can still sleep soundly uh, and have a good night's rest. I remember Dr. Jonathan Jonathan Hansen preaching one time. So I guess I would have to answer that. Uh, Yes, it is absolutely possible to have uh, joy in the midst of the storm, and uh, God can still give you the desires of your heart. So uh, praise God. You know, there's a lot of thing that, things that I desire to do that I have not seen yet, but uh, I have faith that, um, you know, if we'll be obedient to what the Lord would have us to do, that uh, he knows the best uh, route for us to take, just as you mentioned uh, with your friend. You know, it just all it took was for him to be in a situation to be obedient to whatever the Lord would have him to do, and look what he did uh, for him and for you uh, within uh, a short period of days you know, a door has opened up that uh, he has rented his office. He has uh, filled up two storage containers, and then he he's on his way back overseas. Had no idea that September 11th was getting ready to happen. Yeah. You know, but, but that was no surprise to God. God God already knows what the future is holding. You know, we can take comfort in that. Um, you know, you wake up and you say, well, you know, there's so many things I don't have control over. You know, we can't control Al-Qaeda. We can't control false flag operations, you know, even what your neighbor may do. Um, but uh, it comes as no surprise to God, and God is in control. And so if uh, if we're... You mean, uh, you mean God is never surprised? God is never surprised, is he? September 11th didn't catch him by off guard, did it? And uh, so what I mean by that is uh, I'm not saying that bad things won't happen in this world and it won't get uh, tougher and tougher as we go along, but uh, I believe we can still have joy in the midst of the storm. What do you have to say about that? That's true. Uh, I want to come back to that uh, verse about the desires of the heart. Now, I'm no Greek scholar, right? So um, if there's somebody that knows more Greek than I do, uh, when it says that he will give, give us the desires of our heart, um, well, first you think he's going to give me what I desire in my heart, right? But actually, if I read it out, it says that he will put the desires in my heart. Isn't that what it says? Well, there's no doubt about it. Uh, God knows better what we need than we do our own selves. And some people say, well, you know, I want to do this. Well, you know, God may let you go 
go on the course that you want. But uh, what if you knew that uh, what God had planned for you was a thousand times better than anything that you could conceive in your mind? I think most of us would agree, well, heck, I want what God wants for me. And, uh, you know, sometimes I'll sit there and kind of, you know, try to rationalize that, and then I have to go back to three things that I was taught a long time ago. God is omniscient, which means he's all-knowing. He's omnipotent, which means he's all-powerful, and he's omnipresent. He can be everywhere at once. If you were those three, I mean, you know, there's no, you can't get any better than that. God knows everything. You know, there's no one smarter than God. You know, he created all that was created. So are we going to say that God doesn't know better than we do? <clears throat> so, well, certainly he does. And so it's just a matter of uh, lining ourselves up with God. And, uh, you know, it says, seek first the kingdom of heaven, and all these other things shall be added unto you. So we may not know how it's going to come our way. But then um, if we did, it wouldn't be a miracle, would it? I'm just As putting was, down a note here. Um, Susan S. is uh, typing, and, and she's having questions about prayer. I'm going to come back to that, Susan, so don't go away, right? Um, but before the uh, music break, I said I was going to share something about the bloody post. Uh, and I just said, uh, in a fellowship, uh, learned that, um, and I don't want to argue about it. It's it's not uh, debatable. You know, I'm not I'm not tr uh, trying to start an argument here. But um, in the Old Testament, it, it always talks of a wood or a post or a stake, and it doesn't talk about a cross. And in the New Testament. Uh, there is uh, a theory that actually the word wasn't all that good translated, right? So it might as well, or it might have been a post, right? And um, in the spiritual sense, if you read the, the Old Testament, there's always a spiritual type, a shadow, a picture in there. So if um, those who are living... Um, under a bloody post, uh, survive. Uh, what does it really mean? Isn't that the same bloody post that uh, Jesus gave his life on? And uh, which has, in my life, has um, the meaning that if I stay dead, and, and I'm supposed to be dead, right? I was crucified with Christ, and uh, says Paul, and no longer live I, but Christ lives in me. And we're also... Um, uh, buried with uh, the baptism, which is uh, the death of Jesus, and um, we are resurrected in his resurrection. And uh, there's a transformation, a transition, an exchange that happened at the cross. Now, a lot of Christians or believers get in trouble uh, when they start to climb down that cross. You know, they, they're saying, okay, uh, let me try uh, to fix this, Lord. And if I can't uh, go any further, then you please help me out. And that doesn't work because um, the kingdom of God is so much different from what the world wants to teach us. The kingdom of God operates best when we are totally helpless. And I had the biggest testimonies and the biggest miracles happen to me every time I was absolutely helpless and unable. Amen. Where there was no way 
right? Let me just share a testimony. Um, this is testimony nights, folks, and uh, we're going to share some <laughs> great testimonies, and then we're going to get to your calls. I see the switchboard lighting up. Uh, this is awesome. If you'd like hey, to speak to Peter, 917-889-2745, uh, or call toll-free 877-806-2482, and we will get to your calls tonight. Go ahead, Peter. Okay. And I'm not saying that uh, you can make it happen, right? I'm not saying that you have to try to do anything. It's very um, irrational. I, I guess the best uh, way to, to put it is let, just, let God do it. Let Jesus do it, right? Amen. Don't pick up the tools. Don't make any plans. Don't uh, take it from Jesus and run with it. You know, oh, Jesus, great, I got a new life now. Uh, let, me ta- let me go from here, you know, and take the salvation and run with it and build up the ministry because you've seen some miracles. Hey, you want to come back to Jesus and, and get your new bread every day. That's how we're supposed to pray, and, and that's what it means, to eat the bread and to drink the blood. That's, that's, that's Jesus. That's his word, his life, and everything. So I was uh, coming home one day. I, I was a young believer, and I saw a neighbor uh, taking down his roof. And I, and I asked the guy, what are you doing with the wood? Well, he said, you can have it. And I, I told the truck driver, hey, uh, don't and they already had the wood on the truck. I said you can just dump it uh, in front of my house, and I was renting the space. It wasn't my house, and uh, I put it in the back side of the house. And when I came back in the evening, I got into trouble with my neighbor who was also living in the house, and he was drunk and he was a uh, martial arts guy, and he was about six feet tall, right? And he was Uh-oh. drunk and probably. <laughs> <laughs> and he and he's smoking pot, right? Doesn't work than this, a uh, drunk black belt. Go ahead. And he's got this friend there at a fire. Um, they're sitting around a fire drinking, and this friend is a, an Italian guy, a small guy, and he's totally crazy. And he's on speed or amphetamines or something. And um, we get in an argument, and um, because he said I had crushed his almond tree with my logs, right? And I showed him, listen. There's your almond tree, and I put the logs all around it, and I said, they don't touch your almond tree. Nothing happened, so relax. But the guy was um, angry with me, right, because I didn't ask him. I just did it. And he probably had some anger demons in him, or, you know, he was just uh, looking um, for a reason to get into a fight. Right. Anyway, anyway, um, I, I decided to leave, and uh, as I was leaving the the place... I shut the gate behind me and I walked across the street and when I was halfway over the street and it was about 11 at night, so it was dark, I hear the door, the gate open again and I hear uh, this friend and the other friend saying, well, we're going to finish this guy, right? We're going to like mess him up real bad. And I see that the young Italian guy, he grabs for his um, keys, like a bundle of keys and he puts his keys uh, so that they stick out from out of his fist. He wanted to scratch up my face. Oh, man, and he had like a um, brass knuckles going on right there. Yeah, he improvised some some uh, scratchy keys. And uh, his tall friend, uh, he was big in martial arts, so uh, physically there was no chance I could ever do anything, right? But in, in that moment, there was a peace of God coming over me, and I had a big uh, pot in my hand. I was going to go 
uh, somewhere else and cook a vegetable soup. So I had a pot full of vegetables. I put it down in the middle of the road and I just turned around and I started to pray in tongues. And that's all I did, very silent. And I had no fear, right? So there are these two guys walking up to me from, let's say, 15 yards. And I hear them talking to each other that they want to really um, hurt me. And here I am, totally fearless and totally peaceful. And that must have been God, right? Amen. So as they walk up, as they walk up to me, they kind of duck down more and more. And they look up and they look over me. And the, wow. the one guy says to the other, Oh, do you see the light? Do you see that light? You know? <laughs> And uh, <laughs> as they were walking towards me, they're getting friendlier and friendlier. And when they got to me, they hugged me. They fell around my neck. They were my best friends again, right? Wow. And guess what? I didn't see any light. I didn't see anything, right? So um, whatever God does, just let him do it, right? And if I would have... Um, grab the stick or, you know, some people prepare to get in trouble. They have a knife in their pocket or right. a gun in their truck or, you know, and uh, you, you think you feel safe? Um, no. I'm telling you, if you're totally helpless, if you're unable to pay, unable to do anything, that is when God will jump in. Paul said it uh, when he says, when I'm weak, then I'm strong. And, and I had a similar, similar experience again where I got again into trouble. And about the same thing happened again. When I was praying in tongue, tongues, those two, uh, two guys, again, two guys, they were pacified immediately. So I learned also with um, fellowship that I have from other brethren, they're doing the same thing. They sell their guns or... Um, they don't prepare. They don't prepare. They don't have spare parts. They don't have uh, uh, a spare tire in their car because their experience is uh, they're getting flats. And when they don't take it anymore, um, they don't get a flat and nobody's borrowing their car anymore. Right. Just think <laughs> like that. It's good. If we can, if we're able to put ourselves in a weak position, that's very good. Because um, do we trust God to be able to keep our tires uh, running? Or don't we trust God? You know? Well, guess what happens if you prepare? I got two testimonies about preparing. I have a very nice smartphone, which um, costs hundreds of dollars, right? I had a time where I had a business. I, I just bought this. Uh, you know, like we like electronic toys. And uh, I said, well, this is nice. Uh, I'm going to buy a second one, I said, just in case this one breaks down because because I had all my contacts there, you know, and um, it synchronizes with your PC. So I said, well, let's say this drops. I can still take out the SIM card because that's where all my information is and just have a spare thing. Well, guess what happened? One broke. And I was thinking, hmm. And the same thing happened. I bought a laptop and I bought two cables to charge it. Guess what, hop what happened? One broke. So this is when I realized, hey, I don't have to prepare um, for failure. I don't have to prepare for an accident or for anything to break because that is just showing that I have faith in the accident, right? 
Good point. So, but if I trust Lord, if I trust Him to keep me healthy, I don't have a health insurance, Shannon. I don't. Nor do I. Uh, uh, you're in good company. <laughs> uh, I can't afford it. <laughs> I don't have. I don't have a retirement plan. I don't have a house. I don't have a car. I have nothing, brother. I'm literally absolutely helpless. Okay, and I wake up in the morning, and I when I walk down the stairs, I have a grin on my face. Every day is bright because I don't have worries unless I doubt God. That's when I get a depression. When He promised me something, and I start to doubt. That's when I feel sick. So the Lord's been good. He's been teaching me. He's been uh, connecting me with the right uh, people, and I want to um, get into um, something that Susanna was speaking about, um, I think her first question was, how do I become a prayer or an intercessor? And uh, she shared in the chat room that um, recently she picked up um, praying in the morning for half an hour, and it is increasing. She's praying more and more. Amen. So uh, something is happening in her life. Um, the Lord is putting a desire in her, and uh, the Lord is doing it through her. Right, and I, Susanna, I bet you don't have to force yourself to get up and pray, right? You just wake up and you have to desire to pray. And this is how the Lord operates. Because, um, and just to go a, a, a small sidetrack here, uh, what I've been seeing uh, lately in the body of Christ is um, not in general, but uh, a certain part uh, are working hard, right? And those are the people that uh, they're never satisfied with what you do, you know. They um, throw their weight around and uh, try to manipulate and, and control everybody else with condemnation, saying you're not good enough or your daughter is a lesbian or uh, you're a loser or you're not um, a minister, and, and they tell you all your wrongs. And, uh, I mean, isn't that sad? Amen. Uh, I've had people uh, tell me that unless uh, I was ordained and had someone as my uh, covering and shepherding, um, you know, I wasn't even qualified to get on the radio. And uh, since when, folks, did uh, Jesus Christ ever say in his word that you must go through man's school to be a servant of God? Uh, it's not about a title that you carry, okay, or being tied to any particular denomination. It's your relationship with Jesus Christ. And your relationship with Jesus Christ is all the authority that you need to go out there, okay, and cast out demons, lay hands on the sick, raise the dead, speak in new tongues, and uh, preach the gospel. And I'm not condemning uh, anybody that has education. Uh, I do know that uh, being in this world, that sometimes you need... Um, you know, a title to get into some doors, you know, so be it. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have a doctorate degree, Peter, but um, you know what? Uh, if we waited on the approval of man, we probably would never get anything done. And, you know, God will take the, the, the he'll use the simple to confound the wise. Doesn't it say that? Uh, he'll use the lowly yeah. things, you know? Uh, and I consider mine one of the, the simple and lowly things, so... 
just praise God for being uh, being able to be used. Uh, but you're right on with that testimony. Now, isn't that interesting that the same people um, who condemn and who accuse are those that are having factions in their life, right? And then they're calling for uh, unity and they're calling for uh, a prayer of repentance and two months later they're at the same spot and all they have is rivalry and uh, there is harsh words and, uh, oh, I will never talk to you again. And, and um, where does that come from? Don't you know that you will um, reap what you sow? Don't you know that if you want to be blessed, you've got to start blessing? If you want to be encouraged, you've got to start encouraging and you've got to stop cursing people and condemning them because what you send out, what you, um, what you sow is what you reap. That's been uh, given to Moses, that law, and that never changed. That never changed. If you want to have uh, unity, you've got to unite. Everybody's for unity. If you uh, ask 100 people on the street, there's 200 hands going up for unity. But what is their walk like? Are, there, are they condemning people? Are they accusing people? Are they talking bad about people? Are they backbiting? Are they involved in, um, what's the word, um, gossip? Do they um, cut uh, people off internally? But they're all for unity, but their life is full of strife and rivalry. I want to ask you this question. Um, how many unities are there, Shannon? Brother, uh, since I've been in the ministry a short period of time, um, don't see a lot of it. In fact, it's like I... Uh, no, I mean, in, in, the, in the Bible, according to what uh, Jesus prayed in John 17, how many unities do we have? How many units? Are you with me, Shannon? Um, we, are, we only have one, right? We should be part of one the body spirit, of Christ, correct? Yeah. One spirit, one faith, one baptism or immersion. So there can only be one unity. And if you're not part of it, guess what? You're not part of it. So are you going to seek unity and make peace with your brother and stop condemning and stop uh, putting people down? Because that's what it takes to unite. First, you've got to forgive. You've got to forgive from your heart everything anybody did to you. That's step number one. Amen. Then you've got to humble yourself and walk with the Lord and have a humble life and stay dead. Stay, stay nailed to the cross. Don't, don't get down from there. Just stay dead. And then you've got to um, reconcile with those people that you screwed up with in the past, right? And then you've got to... Um, you're going to have that time of restoration if you stay humble and if you keep forgiving and don't uh, strive with anybody. And then um, then you get to unity. Then you have peace. That's how it works. But if you never forgive, if you never humble yourself, you'll never get peace and unity. All right. Well, well guess what happened? Go ahead. Go ahead, Shannon. No, I was just going to make a comment. Um, you're exactly right. Uh, there is way too much backbiting going, backbiting going on in the body of Christ. There's uh, 
a term someone coined runaway conversation. You know, um, there is life and death in the power of the, the tongue, folks. You can speak something, and uh, it'll have power. You could be cursing uh, someone with your tongue. We don't want to become the mouth of Satan. And we've got to ask ourselves when we're uh, when we engage in gossip, uh, where is that coming from? It's not coming from Jesus Christ. You know, I like what Chuck Norris said. I met him one time, Peter, uh, gentleman. You know, you would think uh, Chuck Norris, the guy who fought Bruce Lee in Return of the Dragon, Christian man, by the way, great man. Uh, you would think he would break your hand when he would shake it, but I actually shook his hand and he gave me the cold fish. <laughs> you know what the cold fish is? <laughs> yeah. Really gentle man. But you know what? I, I remember something that uh, he used to have on his uh, in his martial arts schools on the wall. He had like uh, a list of, you know, 20 creeds, and he says, uh, if I cannot say something good about someone, I'll keep my mouth shut. And we would be good to to understand that rule in the body of Christ, because there's a lot of people just going around in character assassination. You know, you, you wake up one day, and all of a sudden, um, friends are gone, and and you say, what happened? I didn't say nothing to him. What happened? Everything was good a week ago. And little did you know, someone went behind your back and, and you know, starts whispering and, uh, you know, sowing seeds of discord. Most of the times it'll be false. You know, did you hear so-and-so? Uh, you know, and the next thing you know, people believe the lie. And I'll give you a, a real-world example. I'll never forget it. Um I left the U.S. Army. I worked uh, as a DOD civilian for about six and a half years. A great job. And I went out back in the private sector, and I, I went to work for my brother. I've got a uh, brother about two years younger than me, and we were um, in the media business together. We were buying and selling time for infomercials. And so he set me on a card table and, and showed me the trade, and I learned that. Well, you know, I was sitting in his office um, learning how to buy media. And, of course, uh, you know, in that, that kind of business, you're on the phone all the time. You know, it, it's all what you do over the phone. Selling the airtime, buying the airtime from TV stations, etc. Well, you know, he was on the phone all the time, and uh, I remember him uh, saying something about someone that had done him wrong. And I, I sat there and heard him. I said, this is my brother. Surely he's telling the truth. And all of a sudden, you know, uh, him and another person were having an argument. He involved me in it. And... Uh, it planted a seed with me. Well, a year goes by, and this person who had uh, uh, hurt my brother, his name comes up in a conversation. I said, yeah, that, that sorry that sorry rascal, I made some negative comment about him. And then my brother ripped me to shreds. What do you mean you're talking about my friend like that? And uh, I paused and I said, well, wait a minute, didn't you tell me he did so-and-so to you? And uh, right then I said, you know what, uh-oh, we both need to learn from this. You see, here you did sowed uh, seed with your mouth, okay? And uh, I believed it. I wasn't even involved in it. How could I know that maybe even the next day you repaired that uh, relationship and all was fine with you? You didn't come back to me and tell me that. And that just goes to show how it works like that, folks. Did my uh, example make any sense? Sometimes I don't articulate perfectly. But... Uh, I had no idea that they had resolved the situation. All I knew is uh, what had happened before. And that's the way it is a lot of times. You know, if we have trouble with someone, 
What are we to do? Are we to shout it from the rooftop, so-and-so did this to me? Or I don't agree with them on this, and you know, you throw each other under the bus? Brother, I'll tell you, uh, I have been thrown under the bus probably a thousand times in three months by, by people who are, would call themselves Christians. I mean, this is some vicious stuff. They will throw you under a bus, they'll run over you, and then they'll back over you a couple times. It'll look like a pancake, probably. And it, it should not be that way. And, uh, and what I'm saying here in closing is, if you've got aught with a brother, what's the Bible say? You go to that person and you all work it out. Okay? And that's what we should be doing. We shouldn't be going around and sowing a uh, seed of discord among each other. Because you do that, uh, it puts something in motion. It's like poisoning, you know, a crop. What's going to happen? Things are going to wither. And we sure better learn to forgive in the body of Christ because, you know, there's a lot of sins that can uh, send you into an eternity of hell if we don't repent. But did you know, folks, uh, you can go to hell just as fast for murdering someone, okay, physically by stabbing them with a knife and not repenting? as you can by murdering them with your words and have an unforgiveness in your heart? You know, that's one of the prerequisites, Peter, uh, to be forgiven by God. You know, in the daily prayer, the Lord's Prayer, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. And I tell you, people, um, in the the world of uh, spiritual warfare, that's one of the fastest ways to get a demonic spirit Okay, and then develop a disease like cancer arthritis is to have unforgiveness, which goes into bitterness. Um, serious implications. What about eternity? Away from God because we would not forgive. God will not forgive if we don't first forgive others. So I just wanted to add that. We do need to guard our tongues. We need to be very careful what we say. If we can't say something good about someone, just don't say it. Just keep your thoughts to yourself. Don't engage in runaway conversation. The next thing you know, it's spread around the world, and you've got a, a thousand people involved in your personal affairs. And uh, maybe you and the person resolve it. What about those thousand people? You've spread the gossip. Uh, they don't know that you reconciled. You see how many people you poisoned? I've been guilty of that, Peter. I think we could all say that. So uh, I just wanted to throw that in there, into the mix. Take it over. Yeah, it's a growing process, Shannon. Um, I realized that some of the Lord revealed it to me. If I wanted to keep that strife, and and, and I was a good um, arguer, right? I mean, I would I could talk to you, and your blood would boil. Right? <laughs> I would find your wound, your wounded spots, and I would I would I would ride you home. But um, <laughs> that's not what the Lord likes, you know. Well, what good? That's that's uh, yeah. Don't let's not talk about that. But what the Lord uh, revealed to me was, Peter, if you're having all these um, strides in your life, the way to stop this is to is to stop it. Don't do it anymore, right? And and we're stuck in this time thing that um, you don't immediately um, reap because between sowing and reaping, there's a season of growth. Right. Yes. So my actions of today, they do not immediate, not always immediately, be answered by um, uh, the reward or the recompense. Right. So that's why sometimes we do not connect the cause and the effect. 
we see the effect, we see that we have arguments, we see that we cannot get along with this brother anymore, but uh, we forgot about uh, a year ago or some months ago where we were doing the same thing to another person. Amen. Right? So, but I promise you tonight, I promise that to you, Shannon, and to everybody who's listening to this show, I promise you, and please uh, complain, come back to me and complain if it didn't work. If you drop everything, um, accusing the brethren, talking bad about them, um, telling them, well, that wouldn't, that won't work out. What you're, what you want to do, that won't work out. Or telling them that they don't have the right doctrine, right? I mean, if you can come to me in a neat way and in love and can teach me, that's fine, right? I like to be taught. Because I know I don't have the full truth. Uh, has anybody arrived at the point where they know everything? You know, I get worried when uh, some people act like they do, especially in the area of Bible prophecy. I mean, there are some that which says, you know, they maybe they've written a book. Um, pro- Bible prophecy for dummies. You know, and you pick up their book and they say, we understand the beginning from the end. Uh, we understand everything that the Word says. I was thinking, if that was really true, what a boring life you must have. No man has ever come to the full knowledge. We all look through a glass darkly, but soon we'll see face-to-face. And uh, in between our discussions tonight, we're going to take some calls. We've got some people who have been patiently waiting. And if you would like Good. to call in tonight, 917-889-2745, we'll take your call. Let's go to the first caller, Peter. Okay, uh, stand by. Caller, you're on the air with Peter Coolen. How are you tonight? Hello, would that be me? That is you, sir. <laughs> Thank you for patiently waiting. Awesome. awesome. Uh, yes, I have been um, just doing so blessed. And uh, I'm, uh, this is uh, Crystal Farrell that have been uh, posting the chat lines. Um, and uh, just so blessed to uh, be introduced um, to your ministry by the Holy Spirit and um, calling up for some prayer. Well, praise God. Uh, do you go by the name of... Um, Christo X? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay, yes. I saw you in the chat room. Well, praise God. Welcome aboard, and uh, and uh, nice to make your acquaintance. Um, Thank you very what, much. We're, in what area do you need prayer? Um, I need strength, and I need courage. Um, the Lord has given me just a, uh, an awesome calling. Um only been in the Lord for a year and it's been an incredible roller coaster ride. Um just received the blessing and gift of the Holy Spirit about a month ago. Amen. And uh if I thought things were exciting before, um <laughs> things just got thrown into hyperdrive and um I've been receiving uh visions for about well, since May. Um been receiving some prophecy, uh received the gift of praying in tongues. Um, received the gift of healing, and uh, these things that you know, I've 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 really devoted myself to to seeking the Lord and pursuing the Lord and and being upright in His presence. And I'm just so blessed to have been chosen to be able to be obedient and and repentant in my ways. And um, I'm just so blessed, and, uh, and I, I am very troubled in terms of you know as well to come. And He's He's assured me that He is coming soon. And um, now it's just, it's it's 
you know, it is it is a little bit of a burden to know that he is coming soon, and it's I I know that there's just there's just this strength, this 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 you know I need the strength of the Lord. I, there's no way I can do whatever it is that I'm supposed to do. I, I need His strength, and because um, I know what he he he's he's already told me a few things that that he wants me to do, and he's already done me a he's already had me do a couple of these things, and one of the things he had me do I was shaking in my boots pretty much i was so i was so nervous by what i had to do and and then he's calling me to do some of these these tough things and i just i just need prayer strength and courage and also the development of my spiritual gifts and also the um just just being able to hear his voice better and and receive better direction and 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 rely more on the holy spirit and um I think that's about it. <laughs> Peter? All right. Um, Christopher, can I call you Christopher? Yes, yes, that's my name. All right. I'm good. Um, you can only do it by the strength of the Lord. There's no other strength which uh, would work in order yeah. to operate uh, because we're called to be the co-pilot. Amen. Right? But if, if the Lord wants to pull over the car and he steps out, because he's getting a drink, or you just want to let you let you wait, you got to still um, stay in the co-pilot seat. Amen. Amen. And be, and be patient, right? Amen. And and you're not sitting in the co-pilot seat and 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 pray. I need strength. I need strength. I can move this car. I need strength. No, you just got to wait on the Lord till He drives the car again, and you'll always be the co-pilot, and nothing else works. Amen. Well, man, uh, and I think um, go ahead. You, and and on that note, um, you know, beautifully said, I would say that um, I have been blessed with being able to just walk in spirit and to trust in him and to just rely on him in, in directing me to where I need to go. Um, and it's been a beautiful thing, uh, yet um, perhaps, uh, perhaps more of the courage is what I need. I just, I just know that there's, you know that there's just um know that the lord had me call in tonight to reach out to you for a reason and um i i would like uh you know whatever both of you are picking up in your spirit right now um to just be guided in prayer for me by the holy spirit and just i'm just empowered in my faith for our lord jesus christ and i can and and will complete the good work that he sent me here to do and and i'm I'm eager to do it. I'm excited to do it, and it's life for me has gotten to a point now where uh, you know uh, food doesn't even taste as good as it used to, and and I need that. I need I need that real food, that food that doesn't perish, and I need I need to do that to just fill my stomach with that real food, which is to do the will of the Father. Um, and what a blessing that is. Well, Good, and, and we want to minister to you, and, and we're happy you called in. Uh, if you got a pen, I want you to write down Romans 12, verse 6 to 16, and I'm going to read it to got you. It. Uh, okay. And having gifts differing according to the grace that was given to us, whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of our faith, or ministry, let us give ourselves to our ministry, or, that, or he that teaches to his teaching, or he that extorteth to his exhorting, he that giveth, let him do it with liberal liberality. 
he that he that ruleth with diligence, he that showeth mercy with cheerfulness. And this mm-hmm. is saying that uh, there's all different types of people in the body. Now, uh, from verse now from verse nine, let love be without hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. Abhor that which is evil, cleave out that which is good. And you said that you want to hear the Lord better, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, the, the easiest way to do that is shut everything else out. Keep your TV turned off. Um, be careful what music you listen to. Just shut the noise out. Okay. Uh, leave the conversation when people talk about nothingness. Mm. Don't go to the movies. Don't just listen to anything. Shut the noise out and make yourself uh, available. There's some okay. people that even um, they even think they need to listen to Bible studies all day. Right. Well, maybe the Lord just wants you to sit down on your chair and be available and open your ears and listen, because that is Amen. the hardest thing to do, to sit still and listen. Can you Amen. wake for me one hour, Jesus said? Can you just stay awake? He, you know, he didn't, he didn't need much. He just needed them to stay awake. Can you be available and put everything aside that is in front of your desk and just be with the Lord, crash with the Lord? Can you do that? Because that Amen. is needed when you want to hear from Him. It's not how many hours Amen. of Bible study you listen to, or how much uh, worship music you listen to, or how many books you read. Because if you're reading the books, even the Bible without the Lord, uh, He cannot talk to you. And I'm not saying you do Amen. that. Amen. Amen. Let me read from verse 10. In love of the brethren, be tenderly affectionate one to another. In honor preferring one another. That is a uh, the attitude of a servant that is um, helping each other out, right? Honoring, yes. be affectionate, in diligence, not slothful, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation. Amen. That is a hard thing for you, I guess, patient in tribulation, because you want to move on, right? But Amen. He wants you to be patient. Amen. Continuing steadfastly in prayer. Uh, and I want to share something about prayer. Yes. Um, on a fast, I, I was uh, led to stay away from Facebook for a week. Yes. And um, I didn't want to miss my, my brethren, so I just sent them an email and I said, hey, do you want to come together for prayer? And I have a yes. Skype account, so we started um, calling each other out for prayer. And um, yes. we've, we've been doing this for some weeks, and it has increased, and we're meeting... Every day for um, 90 minutes in the morning and 90 minutes in the evening. And there have been some great answers of prayers. I mean, marriages have been restored. Uh, Hearts have been turned. I I couldn't, I mean, if I would have to write down a list uh, or or bring all the people on to testify to um, what the unity in the body brings about, if you come together in a group and pray together... Yes. That's, that's uh, amazing, yes. right? Prayer is so uh, important, and, and I'm going to expand on that later after I pray. Uh, okay. read verse 13, communicating to the necessities of the saints. Uh, don't take care of your own needs. Take care of the needs of your brethren. Give to hospitality. Bless them that persecute you, 
right? Do good unto your enemies, that is saying, right? Even if they hate you, if they don't like you, you need to be good to them. Bless Amen. them first not. Rejoice with them that rejoice. Weep with them that weep. Be of the same mind one toward another. Let no, not your mind on high things, set not your mind on high things, but condescend to things that are lowly. Be not wise mm. in your own feet. That's the, mm. the scripture I have for you tonight. Romans chapter 12, verse 6 to 16. And unless you have to add to your request, I'd like to pray for you. Yes, um, sure, just you, one uh, last thing is... Um, I'm I'm sorry, just uh, one other thing is just a prayer for finances. Amen, and we're, we will pray for that uh, as well. I want to just add, before you pray, Peter, that, uh, you know, Christopher, um, one of the signs that will follow them that believe is they will speak in new tongues. Yes. So, you know, God has given you this gift of the Holy Spirit. Um, yes. That's a sign, one of the signs of being a believer. And, uh, you yes. know, a, a scripture that just came to me as well, I was meditating on what you were saying is, you know, the footsteps of a righteous man are ordered of the Lord. So I believe you're a righteous man. God is going to order your footsteps. And, uh, you know, I've been meditating on the same scripture. My prayer is just, God, uh, I'll do whatever you want me to do. I'll go wherever you want me to go. I'll say whatever you want me to say. You know, guide my steps in Jesus' name. And he's going to do that for you. Hmm. Uh, you're on Thank the right you. track, uh, even now as we speak. Peter? That's right. Um, you just got to be patient. I know you're uh, on fire for the Lord, and you want to do great things, but uh, yes. you're still busy with uh, transforming your character to Thank mold you. you into the character of Jesus Christ. You want you to be mm. as meek as Jesus, as loving as Jesus, as gracious and uh, kind as Jesus. He wants you to be Jesus. That's what he does with all of us. And the hardest thing is to be patient and to trust. And this trial that you're having with your finances, that's the perfect opportunity to trust. Yes. And uh, the Lord has done it to many brethren when you're down to your last dollar. And there's yes. literally a notice on your door that they're going to cut your electricity and cut your gas and stuff like that. Yes. This is when God steps in. Yes. All right? Can I pray? Yes. yes. Lord, um... We add our faith together with our brother Christopher here, and um, we are in total agreement. And we yeah. trust you completely you, that you will finish this work that you have started, that by one sacrifice you have perfected Christopher. And uh, we bless him with uh, the patience that is needed, and with uh, give him the desire to uh, stay in prayer. Give him the, the desire to uh, seek more truth in the Word. And... Um, Hide him from the world. Uh, make all this noise in the world unattractive to him. Um, hide him under your wings that he will be sanctified, that he will be uh, called out out of this uh, system to serve you, Lord. His heart is set on you, Lord. I bless him with joy and with um, favor. And I ask that you, um, and I trust you that you do a complete work, Lord. Uh, bless him with um, joy again, with patience. And that's all uh, I want to pray that um, we believe that um, you're going to teach him perfect trust. And that's what the trials are for, Christopher. Uh, you will be tried because um, that is how the gold gets uh, refined, right? Yes. 
Gold yes. fired by fire. Yes. All right. Well, my brothers, thank thank you so much for for your time, letting me call in and just uh, praise God and Jesus for um, all the beautiful work He's doing in your ministry, and may He just bless you a hundredfold in your work and and let your ministry go. And before you go, Chris, I just felt led to pray, uh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come in agreement with Chris and also my friend Peter and those that are listening out there. Father God, you said that whatever we loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And you said the footsteps of a righteous man are ordered of the Lord. So, Father God, we know that you're ordering Christopher's footsteps. We ask that you continue to give him direction and which way he should go. We ask, God, that you would loose angels to go out and create favor among men. For him, God, open new doors of opportunity. We're asking that you pour out a blessing on him that he cannot contain. Let the blessings of the Lord overtake him. God, I'm asking you to open up the right door for him for a job that will give him monies to meet his financial needs. We apply the blood of Jesus to him. We're asking God that you loose warrior angels to go out there and stand guard over him and his family for his protection. And we thank you, Father God, for what you're already doing in his life and that you're going to continue to do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 I just I just felt the Holy Ghost. Wow. Thank you, Holy Ghost, and, and thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, and, and thank you, Omega Man and Peter. Um, it's such a beautiful blessing to have brothers out out up there just to be uh just to comfort me and, and comfort the brethren in our faith and um God bless you both and I love you brothers. God bless you, Christopher. Thank you for calling in. Okay. Good night. Yeah, it's a it's a joy for us. And yeah, we're going to take another call here. We give the Lord the praise tonight. Uh, I believe this is WMA Network. Are you on the line with us? Yes, I am, brother. Yes, listen, we know we were down on the wire there. Uh, thank you for holding, and we'll get to everybody who wants to call in tonight. Uh, what can we do for you tonight? Okay, first I want to say God bless uh, both of you for your message tonight. It is um, I am receiving it with uh, with the Holy Spirit as a as a witness. So doing good work there. I love it. Um the the request I have tonight is I would like for everybody who's listening live with you guys to please pray in numbers. Um be, there's a host uh from WMA. Her name is In Times, uh, also known as Jackie. She um she did her last show uh, about a week ago. She's preparing to uh, for her deployment to Afghanistan on the 31st of October. So I would like for you to please lift her up and offer a hedge of protection um, and bring her home safely. And uh, we're going to be doing – I've got to split out of here in a few minutes because we're going, going to do the same thing on WMA. And I just want to shower her as much as possible with prayers of protection. Absolutely. And her name is Jackie? Yes, yes, Jackie. We're going to pray for her right now. Uh, Peter, would you like to lead off? Yeah, I know Jackie. Um, she's got a great YouTube channel. Uh, if you want to check it out, it's Endtime777, but it has no D. So it's E-N-T and and not E-N-B-T, Endtime777. That's Jackie. And uh, I'm following her uh, with uh, great respect, and uh, I can just... Um, I have no problem praying for her. So um, I guess we can just jump in and, and, and praise God over her life. Uh, Lord, uh, I bless this sister, uh, Jackie, and um, this uh, deployment to Afghanistan. Um, I believe it's according to your will, and uh, I trust you that um, you're going to do uh, a great work in her as you already did. And I bless her with comfort that... Um, 
she will see um, miracles over there and that she'll uh, be put in situations where she can feel and see and taste you even more closer than now, Father. And uh, I pray against all anxiety and fear and um, and against all um, uh, question marks that uh, she might be carrying around. I didn't speak to her lately, Lord, but um, I pray that uh, you comfort her and you be her comforter and that um, she'll be back with great testimonies, Lord, for the edification of the body of Christ, Lord, and um, bring more sisters of the Lord into the ministry, Lord, that... Um, we all be edified um, by them, and um, thank you for Sister Jackie. Praise God. Amen. Yes, um, Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, I come in agreement with WMA Network and Peter and Jackie and the listeners out there. We lift up Sister Jackie. We thank you, God, for her service. We're asking that you would loose warrior angels to go out there and encircle her. We're asking for a wall of fire of the Holy Spirit around her. We apply the blood of Jesus to her tonight. God, order her footsteps. She's going into a battle zone, God. We're asking that you would send her over there, keep her safe, and bring her back as soon as possible. God, we know in your word over in Psalms 91, it says, Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. And you say, A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. So, God, we're believing that you're going to take care of Jackie, that you will use her in a mighty way over there, that you open up doors for her to witness to people about your son, Jesus Christ. And then, God, when her assignment is done over there, you'll bring her back safely. And we, uh, we thank you for what you're doing right now. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. 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 Bring her home safely and take care of her kids, Lord, that uh, they yes. don't have to uh, suffer through this. But uh, they'll be taken care of by you personally, Lord, that um, you'll reveal yourself to them also, Lord. And uh, bring her home safely, Lord. Amen. Amen. All right. I just, um, I just um, had a vision that those prayers went to, the, went to the throne of God as a memorial and a testament of his people. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Praise God. God. And give out your, uh, your network there. Oh, absolutely. It's WMA Network. Uh, my name is Val Villano, and uh, Roz is also over there, so her and I are are doing uh, Ministry of God over on WMA Network. And if, uh, if there's women that um, there's a calling on your life to to uh, speak for, for Jesus Christ and you have a word, uh, message for God and you want to do his work, uh, send me an email on WMA Network. And uh, if it's if it's in your, if it's in uh, God's will and it's your calling, uh, we'll we'll be happy to have you. Praise God for you and what you're doing over there, Val. Thank you for the opportunity to pray with you tonight. Thank you, Take brother. Bye bye. That was uh, Val from WMA Network, and uh, if you would like uh, to call in tonight, you've got a comment. Uh, you want to share a testimony? Uh, Lord's put something on your heart. Uh, you like prayer? Uh, that's what this show is about. Nine one seven eight eight nine two seven four five. Again, 917-889-2745, or our toll-free number uh, we've got is 877-806-2482, for those that don't have long distance. Peter? Yeah, um, I think what I, I want to talk a little bit about prayer. Um, uh, what's happening now in my life, uh, It's I don't know, I don't remember when it started, uh, a month ago or two months ago, I don't remember, um, probably more than one month. Um, we started to pray together in this group, and the group grew. It started out with like six people, 
and um, now we're having uh, 22 people in the group. Not not everybody is joining every meeting, but uh, what I do in the morning at 10 a uh, at 10 a.m. Uh, Eastern time, I call uh, everybody, some on their Skype, some on their cell or home phone, and whoever has time and is led by the Spirit picks up the phone, and we pray. Um, the Spirit uh, leads me to uh, to pray for people, and um, we've seen some great uh, changes in everybody's life. There's not a person in this room that uh, doesn't have any, that doesn't bring any fruit out of this prayer group. And I don't want to, I mean... I am allowed actually to boast for the Lord, right? That's what praising the Lord uh, means. It, 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 I can praise the Lord, and I can I can boast a little bit with um, with some um, praise reports out of the prayer group, right? There's there's been um, delivering happening from unforgiveness. There's been um, uh, marriages reconciled. There's been uh, the heart of the husband turned to the Lord. There's been um, people. Uh, set free from um, the the need to perform for for God to 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 like uh, do a routine of Bible study and and, and praying like mechanically, and and, and uh, that which is um, being set free from condemnation, and and even simple things. I remember just one thing popping in my mind. I and what I do when I'm in this prayer group, I scan Facebook if I see any prayer requests. I saw one of a friend. And he said, well, my van broke uh, down, and he has five children, and um, that's his only vehicle, and uh, it doesn't drive anymore. And I need a car, he said. And uh, and I uh, grabbed the the post from him and copied it and pasted it in the in the in the Skype chat in the prayer room. We prayed for it, and in my spirit, I had a witness that the Lord is going to answer that prayer. And I. Um, went back to Facebook and posted on his, uh, commented on his post and said, um, brother, uh, the car is coming, right? And um, I'm going back to his post, and seven minutes later, he posted as a comment, uh, guess what, a guy just called me, and he said he's got a car standing around, and I'm going to pick it up in the morning, right? And that just amazes me. You know, you pray for a car, and... Um, it takes uh, seven minutes for the Lord to answer the prayer. And we've been having a, a, a sister lost her check. He was, she was paid for a babysitting, and she didn't know where she put the check. And we prayed, and 30 seconds later, she found the check, you know? And wow. It's like, um, uh, not miracles, but I want to say uh, the Lord working. And, and his desire is to answer our prayers. He wants to... Uh, bring fruit. That is the pleasure that the Father has, that He wants us to bring forth fruit, right? That yes. is His delight. He delights in us when we bring forth fruit. How would, do we bring forth fruit? How, how, do we do it? how do we do this? Well, we ask for it. How do you ask for fruit? Yeah, well, you pray. You say, hey, I'm, 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 I need this. I need, I'm hungry, you know? Uh, how do you become um, an intercessor? Well, you just sit down and pray and if you find somebody else that wants to pray with you, that's fine. If there's nobody around, you can call somebody on the phone and pray on the phone. Or use Skype. They're, we're using uh, the Skype application. We're having a conference call. I think they take up to 25 participants that can be connected at any given time. Wow. And Skype to Skype is free. It's yes. a free software. You download it. And um, the only thing I did, I was faithful in calling the people uh, every day, twice, and this thing is just taking off. 
we don't have the time on this broadcast to talk about all the answered prayers in this prayer group. And it's changed my life completely. And I'm so blessed wow. and uh, I'm delighted. So if you want to be uh, an overcomer, pray. If you don't know how to pray, well, pray that God prays for you and gives you the words in your mouth. Pray um, that you find somebody who has a heart for prayer, that you can um, pray with him together. Uh, don't uh, just sit at home uh, and do all these selfish prayers for your own life, you know. The heart of the servant prays for the needs of the body. That is intercession. Amen. If you're just talking to God, that is prayer. We got another caller? Yes, uh, and if you would like to call in tonight, the number is 917-889-2745. Let's go to the phones, Peter. All right, uh, you're on the air with Peter Coolidge. How are you tonight? Is this Hello. Dennis? Hello. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Como estas, amigo? Todo bien? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, first of all, uh, I would like to give thanks to the Lord Jesus Christ to, for using you guys so many people can get the truth and be free from all the chains that the demons can put over them. And I also calling for for pray to Sarai. She's a friend of mine that had always uh, have problem with uh, you know uh, low autoesteem, and she even had a suicide suicidal thoughts. Okay. And thanks to God, I'm I'm always there. So I can, you know, help her to move on out of those uh, feelings and everything. Yes. Because uh, the 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 thing is like, uh, God had has uh, been using me even without me knowing, because I, I just came to enter in a relationship with Him and Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Yes. So. Now is when I realize that it's all about about them. Praise God. Now, um, Denny's, uh, you're originally from Venezuela? No, uh, right now I'm in Florida. Uh, I, I will be moving there <laughs> in, uh, next week, so I, w I will be listening the archives because I don't have internet on the house. <laughs> well, praise God. Okay, so the... Uh the person that needs prayer, her name is Sarah E. or Sarah in English? No, and, uh, Sarah E. Sarah well, yeah. Okay. Sa and uh, Sarah e. you mentioned uh, she's been fighting with low self-esteem and also uh, battling some suicide spirits? Yeah. Okay. Uh, does she know Jesus Christ as her Savior? Uh, no. I've okay, been well, trying to move her to that, but... Uh, that's one of the main reasons I'm also moving back to Venezuela, because over there are many people that kind of like need the need need me to give them the message. Praise God! Well, we're we're going to agree in prayer right now. Um, we're going to lift up Sari. Uh, well, let's pray. Well, Father God, okay. in the name of Jesus, I come in agreement with uh, Dennis. Denny's and uh, Peter Coolin and the other listeners out there when lift up Sarah E. Father God, you love her just like you love us and everyone else. 
And so we're asking that you unloose the Holy Spirit of God to go in there and convict her of her need to have a relationship with your son, Jesus Christ. We apply the blood of Jesus to her right now. And we take authority over all foul spirits, which are in her and attacking her right now. We bind up all the spirits of suicide, any foul spirits that are causing this uh, low self-esteem. We cage up her strong man and any foul spirit operating in her life. We put it in a cage in the name of Jesus Christ. We apply the blood of Jesus to it, and we ask God that you loose angels down right now to minister to her and to surround her for her protection. God, whatever it takes, bring her to the knowledge of your son, Jesus Christ. Right now, Father God. Amen. And we ask that uh, you and loose angels to go down and surround Denny's. Give him traveling mercies when he goes to Venezuela. Use him in a mighty way down there. We bind any foul spirits that have been attacking him. We command him to loose from him right now in Jesus' name. Apply the blood of Jesus to Denny's. And we're asking God that you continue to open up new doors of opportunity and loose angels to go out there and create favor among men. When he gets back to Venezuela, God, that he can witness about Jesus Christ. And we thank you for what you're doing right now. We ask you to bless their finances. And God, open up the doors that need to be opened in their lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Peter? I think Dennis is going to stay in Florida, right, Dennis? Uh, until next week. I am leaving the the 5th. Are you going back to Venezuela? Yeah. All right. Uh, I, 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 I thought I heard differently. Okay. Good. Yeah, my uh, My grandfather... I uh, used to go and minister in Venezuela down in uh, Cidad Boulevard. Where? Uh, I believe it's called Cidad uh, Boulevard. Oh, that's uh, Bolivar. Yes, yeah, Cidad Bolivar. That's it. That's... Mi, yeah, mi español no es muy bueno en este momento, pero <laughs> mi esposa es de Colombia. Yo tengo un hijo de mexicano, entonces yo hablo español, pero en este momento un poco ácido. <laughs> My Spanish is a little bit rusty right now. Yeah. Uh, also, I would like to give you the blessing through the Archangel Gabriel, Oil, and Raphael. Those are the ones that I'm in contact with. Well, praise God, brother, for you. And uh, <laughs> we thank you for, uh, for tuning in and... Uh, Praise God for the Internet, because uh, you can be anywhere in the world. If you've got access to the Internet, you can tune yeah. into these great shows. And uh, if you want to be a part of uh, Prayer with Peter Cohen and you've got a Skype connection, well, you can you can just go Skype to Skype, right, Peter? Yeah, we'll see if I can, uh, that's right. if I can get uh, internet in the house so I can listen to the program live. Otherwise, I will just be getting the archive, the archives. Well, praise God, brother, and uh, stay in touch with us. Love and appreciate okay. you. Thank you for calling in tonight. Okay, thank you. That was uh, Denny's calling from uh, Florida, getting ready to head over to Venezuela. You know, Peter, we've got people listening in from all over. We've got Lise uh, in Germany right now. We have uh, Marcus Bigfellow. He goes by that name. I'm still waiting on some pictures of fish and chips from him, by the way. He's over in England. He gets the real fish and chips over there. I have to settle for Captain D's, which uh, I don't even think is cod. I don't know what kind of fish it is. <laughs> um, but, Shannon, uh, okay. let me pray for Sarai. 
All kidding aside, yes, let's pray for uh, pray for Sarai, brother. Go for it. All right. Father, uh, we pray that you give Sarai a revelation of yourself and who you are, yes. Lord. Um, that she um, feels the desire and that she realizes that she cannot live without you. Yes. Lord, um, have a meeting with her, have an encounter, and uh, do your work in her life that um, she has... Um, that she will uh, be granted repentance and um, a new life in, in Christ, Lord. That's what we want for Sarai. Amen. Amen. And if you'd like to call in, the number is uh, 917-889-2745. Uh, Revival Fire, we're waiting for you to call in. Call in and, and say hello. To, and uh, praising the Lord tonight uh, for what he's doing. I really like your concept of uh, getting together and have a prayer meeting. That's pretty cool. So with Skype, you can actually uh, kind of do a conference line. Is that the way it works? That's how we do it. There's um, at least four or five or six people. Sometimes we have eight or ten. And it's grown. And we, soon we'll probably have to split up and uh, people have to choose between morning or evening. And I might be doing more groups. I don't know what the Lord wants to do, but... Um, if he is blessing us the way he's blessing us, uh, the desire to pray together can only grow. I mean, uh, I was uh, one day I was uh, not able to join because we were in uh, in Lowe's in, uh, and we had to buy some parts for uh, replacement parts for a toilet, and that was kind of important. So yeah. uh, I just uh, I just got the call from the prayer group, and I, but I was in Lowe's and the reception wasn't there, and then I told them, well. He's going to have to meet without me. And I hung up the phone, and literally five, it wasn't even five minutes later, I mean, I longed for my prayer group, right? I was uh, I was like, uh, oh, I wish I could pray with them, you know? And that was only because I missed one meeting. There's such a strong connection in the spirit that even in the prophetic, we um, kind of play ball with each other, you know, over the... Over the over the air, there's there's actually no uh, distance in the spirit. Right? It doesn't matter if I pray with a sister in Seattle or in Ohio or, uh, or wherever in Illinois. We're all one of one spirit, and in, in the spirit realm, it doesn't matter if if we see each other, but we are the body. We are connected. We are one in Christ. Amen. That's what it's about, and uh, there is a power in uh, prayer when the believers get together and pray. And we're going to go to the next phone call. Uh, Caller, you're on the air with uh, Peter Kuhlman. How are you tonight? Hello. Yes, hello. How are you? Yes, praise God. This is Revival Fire. How you Revival doing? Fire. How you doing, my yes. friend? Down here, you're blessed, man. Just as happy as a tick in the, on a dog in the woods. <laughs> this, is, this is happy as can be. Trying to bat all these spiritual woodpeckers down. They're trying to get into my heart, you know? They're out there, man. we got to keep on top of them. But I tell you, it's a great topic, great show. Just love you guys, man. Just keep keep uh, this, this type of a topic rolling. And your prayer, man, you've got to have prayer because it's the generator, man. You pray the problem once and keep praising him and thanking him, and the, prayer and the answer comes like Peter said and you said when we're out doing for others instead of just sitting around saying, oh, help me, help me, help me. Amen to that, brother. You know, and... uh I've just been meditating on the the whole idea of a miracle. Uh, if we could see how God is going to pull it off, it wouldn't be a miracle, would it? No, no. It's kind of a hocus-pocus thing. 
You know, when we just you have to be in faith, I tell you that scripture that comes to my mind and and really in my heart is the when Jesus says when He comes back, will He find faith upon this earth? That's that's deep, man. Will He find faith? We only got to be walking by faith too. I mean, we got to be walking by faith, not by head knowledge or. Or, or anything else. We've got to be walking by the Spirit. We've got to get, catch the fire. We've got to be fired up for Him and just blazing, man. I'm a pyromaniac for Jesus. <laughs> well, you know, you got you may have hit onto something there because, uh, you know, I remember um, I've started a new Bible study plan, what I'm doing this time. I've read the Bible through before, but uh, I'm trying this uh, Bible reading plan where you take uh, one chapter in Genesis, you take one in Psalms, and then you take one in Matthew. Yeah. So you're getting the Old and New Testament at the same time, plus you're getting the Psalms, which are great. And yeah. uh, so uh, I'm enjoying reading about uh, Abraham and how he was called of the Lord. And uh, I read maybe two days ago where uh, Abraham sitting in his tent. It's hot outside, you know, and uh, he sees, yeah. sees these men approaching. Well, you know, rushes out there and tells him to, you know, have a seat under the tree and sends his wife out to go ahead and um, cook up some victuals. And, um, you know, next thing you know, he finds out that they're headed over to uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah. And that's where his, uh, what, his nephew Lot is, right? Yeah, that's right. And, he, and uh, you know, they say that we've got to judge it. And uh, he says, well, you know, if you could find uh, 50 men there, that are still following you, God, would you spare it? You know, he gets on down to ten. Right. And, you know, God's not a man that he should lie in. If they had found ten men there, I believe he would have spared Sodom and Gomorrah. That's right. Uh, unfortunately, they didn't have that many when they got there. And no. so just a, a hypothetical question. You know, uh, when God brings these judgments, uh, a lot of the prophecies, uh, for example, in America, are because of, uh, you know, certain places are like Sodom and Gomorrah. That's right. I wonder if it's a lack of uh, righteous people. Well, I, I wonder if we could get enough people, maybe God would hold back his hand of judgment. What do you think? I think what, what it is by the Scriptures, I think we need to all repent. I need to repent. Repent because the kingdom of God draws nigh. Just repent of our sins. You know, if we really dig, dig deep into our subconscious mind, there's things that are hidden in there, and I pray all the time that the Lord would reveal the things in my subconscious mind that's been tucked away and hid back in there because of hurts and different things. And he reveals that stuff if you ask him. And I can sit down and repent and get cleaned out because, you know, the Holy Ghost, uh, he's nothing but a roto-rooter, spiritual roto-rooter getting in there and cleaning it out. And uh, that's what I have to stay flowing in the Holy Ghost with fire. It's fire that I'm after because it's him, the king of all kings. It's him, man, because greater one that lives inside of me, you know, than he is in his world. And that's what it's all about, man, is is the fire of God. I'm just fired up for the Lord, pumped up, just trying to uh, just spread love everywhere I go, loving on my brothers and loving on my sisters. And Amen. it's got to be a it's got to be a love walk, man. You, you can't be out there just uh, tearing up, rooting and writing and everything else. We've got to spread love. We got to be preaching the word. From the truth of the word, not just something out of the top of our head, you know. Well, amen. If uh, you know, doesn't um, all the commandments hang on love? You know, love the Lord our God and love our neighbors ourselves. It all hangs on that. Uh, if we don't have love, we missed it, haven't we? Yes, we're just in a world of uh, hurt. 
because, uh, you know, the Lord, uh, and also it's a heart issue because if the king isn't in, on the throne in my heart, then then we're dismissing the whole subject. You know what I'm saying? The king has to be the seated in your heart, and your heart can't have no hidden agendas because if you don't have no hidden agendas, you're, you're giving out love unconditional. But if you have a hidden agenda there, then you've got something to gain off of it, and God can't work use that. Well, amen. And, Mike, uh, unlike your call sign, Revival Fire, uh, would you? we have a lot of people that are listening outside the chat room that are probably um, saying, you know, God, what do I do next? Uh, you know, it looks pretty bad in the news. Um, I really need a fresh anointing and uh, some some new fire in my life. Would you pray for those listening out there that yes. God would send them some revival fire? Yes, sir. Dear Father God, in the name of your son Jesus, I just tell you, I ask you, Father, that you would just come upon these people right now. In Jesus' name, just give them a renewing fire, or a kindling of fire from the top. Right now, I just loose the Holy Ghost upon them right now. Yes, God. From the top of their head to the soles of their feet, that burn any impurities that is in them, out of them, in Jesus' name, reveal anything that is hidden so they can deal with it and so they can go on with you and just put Jesus, the, the king of their heart, and just have him reside in them and fresh fire up anointing because we've got to be fired up for you, dear Father God, because your son is returning soon, sooner than what we think or believe. It's time is too short, dear Father. We've got to be about your business yes. instead of our business, Father God. We just ask that you would just bless these people mightily and just a double portion of anointing upon them that they would walk into your truth and your ways only. In Jesus' blessed name, amen. Amen. And, uh, Mike, now you're doing a blog talk show. Give out uh, your your show and uh, information on that for people tuning yeah, in. Yes, it's, it's blog talk radio by, uh, forward slash revival fire. That's my show page. I'm uh, every day at uh, 5 o'clock during the week and just being led of the Lord what to do for the weekends. And it's just about the fire of God, how to obtain it, how to keep it. And, just, it, and also just out there. Uh, teaching and trying to help the new converts and also ministering to the lost that is out there because there's lost in the church and outside the church. There's more people lost inside the church than there is in the church. So, you know, we've just got to reach all of them with the true Word of God and from the Word of God, not just something we hocus-pocus come up with, but what the Word of God has to say from from uh, Genesis 1 to the end of Revelation. So that's what we're, we're I'm ministering on, just whatever the Lord leads, and, uh, you know, just love everybody, man. Praise God for you, brother. Thank you for calling in tonight. You're welcome anytime. Okay. I love you guys. Thank you, Mike. Love you, brother. Love love always, Mike. And, and I got a scripture for you. I'm posting it in the chat room. Uh, actually, okay. two. Uh, one is Zechariah uh, 12, verse 8. And on that day, the Lord will protect the inhabitants of Jerusalem so that the feebles among them on that day will be like David, and the house of David shall be like God, like the angel of the Lord going yeah. before them. And also, um, in the next chapter, uh, chapter 13, verse 1, on that day there shall be a fountain opened for the house of David Amen. and the inhabitants of Jerusalem to cleanse them from sin and uncleanliness. Amen and amen. Amen. The Lord is doing it, and um, He is able, uh, Mike. So the ones that He has chosen, they will be purified, and they will be amen. sanctified, and they will 
um, be uh, the remnant, and um, I have no doubts. I, I got one thing to say, uh, dear Peter, what you're saying on there, and I'll just come out and say this. If anybody is being led of the Lord, not just uh, taking a, something out of the Cracker Jack box, so to speak, and say, well, I think I'm a minister today. Now, if you've been called and you know that you know that you know that you've been called, I encourage you to get you an account and get set up and and get on the air ministering the true word of God because, uh, and I'll just say it, it was the Lord working through Peter that got me uh, uh, getting on this uh, radio, uh, blog talk radio. And when I, when, I, when I got in there, dear brothers, it's like I should have been there all my life because I knew that's where I belonged. Mike, Mike, and uh, I want to say, uh, and you place, uh, tell me if I'm right or wrong. You were depressed, and yeah. when you actually, when you actually took the step and did it, what happened? Oh man, it was that an explosion. That was the biggest fire bomb that hit me. Glory to God from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. It got all over me and still on me, and I'm cherishing it, and I'm running with it for the Lord Jesus Christ. But, yes, I was depressed because we talked about it, you know, and you encouraged me to get a show. And, man, when I did, stepped out, out of that out of that boat that I was sitting in because I was getting my posterior was getting a little numb, if you know what I mean, spiritually, and I, I didn't know what to do until I got out there and got walking on the water of faith, just went out and did it. It's like I should have been doing it all these years. Amen. And, all right. and, just stay in, and just stay in fired up for the Lord, because that's what we've got to have in this time and the times that are coming and approaching. You know, I don't care if if a planet X slams into Earth. Big deal. I'm going to heaven. Glory to God. Meanwhile, I'm going to try to take as many people and lead them to the Lord as I can. So that's what my uh, objective God. in my heart is, man. You know, I don't care about the UFOs. I don't care about none of that stuff. All I care about is getting people to the Lord. Well, you know, the word says, uh, occupy till I come. And, uh, come on. You know, my grandfather's always told me, he says, you know, the, we may have 100 years before the Lord comes. We don't right. know. You never know. Even if he came back tomorrow, the point is, is uh, what is he going to find us doing when he returns? So occupy, as I was told, is a military term. I, I didn't yes, know that. Yes, it is. And that means to go into the enemy territory and take territory for Christ. And uh, my grandmother, on the other hand, she was a favorite of this verse. She says, uh, you know, why sit here till we die? And uh, that's on. talking about the five lepers, that's which right. were sitting out there in the desert. Uh, they hadn't had Come anything on. to eat or drink. They were they were going to die anyway. And they said, well, yeah. I, we can see the light over there in that city. Maybe if we go over there per chance, they'll have mercy on us and give us something to eat. Come if on. not, maybe they'll kill us. We're going to die anyway, so let's take a chance. And so That's right. they got up, and they started walking. And when they got there, uh, God caused it to sound like an army invading. And they, the inhabitants of that city dropped everything they had and ran out. And the lepers went in there and spoiled it. <laughs> yeah. They had the heyday uh, in there. You know, so to the point you said about our butts getting numbed, yeah. I think we can all um, say that's been our situations at one time yeah. or another. And uh, just getting up and taking action. Uh, and I'm like this, you know, if I'm going in the wrong direction, but I'm hanging on the word, the footsteps of a righteous man are ordered of the Lord, God can turn me to the left or the right. The key is get in motion. Yeah. And, you, be uh, doing you know, something. direct my path. So I believe because that if I... we'll, if we'll uh, take the first step, God will meet us halfway and uh, we'll get to where he wants us to go. Amen, because he sure did it with me. Uh, I'm giving him all the glory. I don't want nothing, man. It's all praises due to him, but it's Amen. stepping out into that 
that off that boat and into the water of faith and just getting out there and doing what he's called you to do. And don't listen to anybody, any anything. I don't care. You know, if God be for me, who can be against me? Brother, I amen. Mean, that's, that's, that's just a plain fact of the whole uh, thing. I don't care if, if everybody comes against me. I don't care if I'm on my show and I've got 100 people in the chat room and they all leave. I still keep on preaching. I still Because you never know who's going to uh, download this thing worldwide. This is a worldwide ministry we're dealing with, you know. People need to get serious and really buckle down in what we're doing and get a get out of their mindset and get a mindset of the king into what we've got going Amen. here because, because it's a worldwide thing. I put on my uh, website a little, uh, not website, my show page, a little world thing, counter thing, and it shows where everybody's come that's visited that show page and downloaded anything. And I tell you, it, bl it blows me away every time I go there. There's people all over the world downloading this stuff. Let me ask so, you, you know, something. Yeah. Uh, you're both doing ministry, and, uh, you know, some would say, well, you know, uh, I want to see millions saved. Well, if that is what God allows you to do, praise God. But that's what right. if you only saw one person saved, and that's a person who was going to uh, end up in hell, and now because you obeyed the Lord, uh, they got the message that they needed. That's Maybe right. they I mean, were getting ready to commit suicide. That's right. And God had them I... tune in, and you had a word for right now, which... Uh, they repented, came to Christ, and then um, their life was spared. Yeah, and it, was it and worth it's it? all worth it? And see, and that 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 would be more than anything else because you were obedient, doing what you're supposed to be doing. Brother, one one person is uh, is makes it all worth it, and uh, yeah. But, but but I can tell you, hey. you're absolutely right. It's going to be a lot more than that. Go ahead, brother. I, I got a testimony that just popped in my mind. Uh, I did a trip to New York. That is a story by itself. But on my way back, um, and I'm by myself, and um, I was... Um, Mike, I think you need to mute your microphone or stop playing around with it. Thank you. Um, I was on the road, and um, the directions that I had printed out, they were uh, not good anymore because um, I was following a friend in the first part of the trip, and he followed his tom-tom. And, um, well, anyway, he stopped at a certain place and he told me, listen, you know, I'm going to Texas, so you're probably going to West Virginia, so I think this is your way and that is mine way. And then um, I just grabbed his tom-tom and put my destination in it, and I just uh, pinned down on the backside of my um, directions, uh, handwritten where I had to turn and stuff. And uh, then I was by myself driving, and I was reading the name of the city or a, a where I had to exit, and I looked up and I see that name on a board, and I'm not sure if I look right, but um, I take that exit, and I'm thinking, well, I don't know if this is wrong because I left I-91, and maybe, um, well, this is just rural here. I mean, there's nothing. Why should I be on a on a small road? And then I saw a sign, well. If, uh, for I-91, I said, well, I'm just going to follow this road. It will bring me back to I-91. Uh, then I don't have to turn around. I'll just um, get on the next exit and, and, and be back on 91. So I kept driving, and it was like 3 o'clock in the morning, and there's this um, um, black guy standing at the side of the road at 3 o'clock in the morning. He's hitchhiking, right? So I pull over, and I knew this is my appointment, right? So uh, he jumps in the car, and we start talking. I didn't talk much to him. 
I was kind of praying, and I was uh, praying that the Spirit revealed to me how to speak to this person, right? And he started talking, that, and he said his girlfriend has just kicked him out of his house, and the police was there, and he decided not to even take a bag just to walk off. And he said they had been troubled for three years, and now it's finally over, and, so, and, and he was really humble. So uh, his girlfriend drinks, and he tell, told me the whole story. Now, I start giving him Bible verses, but uh, I don't preach to him. I just give him one verse, and then I'm silent for a uh, couple of minutes. And he's just looking at me, and, and, he's, and he's telling me, oh, that just pierced my heart, you know. And I was, I was uh, praying uh, in, in the Spirit. I was, I was saying, thank you, Lord. You know, you gave me the right verse. And I was praying and asking for another verse. Uh, to make a long story short, um, 15 miles later, he said, well, you can stop here because I only have to walk two more blocks, and this is your um, year you need to go on I-91 again, right? And uh, I grabbed his hand, and I said, well, I'm going to pray with you. And I led him to the Lord, and we spent another 15, 20 minutes together, and he gave his life to Christ. He made him his, his Lord, and um, I gave him some tracts and, and, and gave him my phone number. I told him to call me if he needs prayer. And I'm back on I-95, and I'm passing the exact same spot for the second time. So God threw me in a loop. He took me on the wrong exit, which is which was not the wrong exit. He just wanted me to leave that I-95 at that spot. He has that guy at the same time being kicked out of his girlfriend's house. He has me pick him up, and I'm doing a loop. I wasn't even supposed to be on I-95. I was supposed to be in a, on a different interstate. I just want to share this with you so that you know that God is sovereign. His plan is perfect, right? And I was just rejoicing. I was I was driving back on I ninety five. I was screaming. I was I was screaming like Jesus. It was like the the best thing ever uh, happened in in a long time. And and I'm I just want to tell you, there's nothing better. There's nothing else in on the entire planet that you could offer me that I would. Drop this, what I'm doing right now, and go somewhere else. There's nothing that the world can offer me. And the moment the, Lord, the moment the Lord uh, entered this person, you could see the Holy Spirit looking out of his eyes. This was a changed yes. person. We might have to rename this program Divine Appointments because uh, <laughs> I'm hearing uh, one testimony after the next that Sometimes we may be thinking that uh, we needed to go this route, and and God knows all about it, and he'll put us on a, a detour. And so you're actually going down the road, and you get sent in a loop, Peter, and it's because God had a divine appointment for you to talk Amen. with this brother and witness to him, right? Amen? Praise God. Praise God. Well, uh, Brother Amen. Mike, uh, God bless you. Thank you for calling in tonight. God bless you, too. God bless you, Peter. And uh, g- give out your uh, channel one more time. It's uh, Rock Talk Radio forward slash Revival Fire. All right. Praise God, Mike. Love you, guys. That was Take uh, care Mike and, uh, Stay blessed, Mike. And uh, let's see. If you would like to call in tonight, uh, 917-889-2745. We've got about 44 minutes remaining. Plenty of time. If you'd like to call in, share a testimony, like prayer, let's go to the next caller. Uh, Peter, stand by. Uh, caller, you're on the air with uh, Peter Coolman. How are you tonight? 
Is that me? Hey, is this Suzanne? Yes, it is. How are you tonight? Um, I'm doing pretty good, actually. Um, I um, uh, have been spending a lot of time um, doing, I guess you would call it research. Um, I would like some prayer tonight. Okay, I um, I really feel like such a baby in Christ, and um, I have been saved since I was six years old, and um, I've had a lot of trials and tribulations in my life. I've had a lot of abuse, starting from when I was 10, and uh, suffered from depression. Um, it was a chemical imbalance, so I had it from very, very young. Um, and I will tell you, I am, I am very sensitive to the feelings of others. I would like to say that I have a lot of empathy because it took me a long time to realize that the emotions that I were ex- was experiencing in my life didn't really even belong to me. Um, they were the people around me, so I was uh, constantly being having this battle of dealing with all these emotions I I didn't really even recognize were not my own. Um, so you actually I, uh, had a, a lot of discernment of uh, how other people were feeling, right? <laughs> I guess you could call it that. Um, and I never really learned how to block myself off from this. I've always been really sensitive to what people said or thought, you know, I've always tried to, like, be friends with everyone, and there would be people who didn't like me just because of who I was, and I would just go to them and say, please, tell me, what is it? You know, if I knew what it was, I would change it, because I don't want you to be upset with me, and um, I became an alcoholic, um, and uh, I I suffered from that uh, for a lot of years, and then I realized that um, I, I, I... probably was 30 when I realized that I, I suffered from depression. Um, I took all those t- that long time because when I was growing up, you didn't tell people that. They put you in a rubber room. So, yes, they still you know, It was a stigma that, you know, people just didn't um, tell people that they suffered from these mental ailments. So um, when I was 30, I decided that I really did suffer from depression and I wanted help. I was in and out of um, psychiatrist's office and everything for a lot of years and diagnosed three different times and all different kinds of medications. You know, I'd find one that worked for me, and then there would be a part of my life that didn't work, you know, because uh, those psychiatric medications um, do not allow you to to do every, to to be 100% woman, female. Okay, they just stop you from doing things that that are come naturally or supposed to anyway. So I am, um, I suffered a great deal and uh, and I had uh, so I was in and out of relationships with God. And I tell you, the closer I got to God, the scarier it was. Things would move, shadows would come in the room, things would get knocked over, lights would go out for no reason, and I was scared. I was yes. absolutely terrified. And I noticed the further I moved away from Christ, the more things stopped. Well, uh, my spiral down to the pits um, ended about 
eight years ago, um, I tried to commit suicide five times in the space of three or four months. And I finally ended up in the hospital. Um, I kept my wrist. I finally ended up in the hospital, and I woke up three days later, and I says, um, you know, um, I'm not dying too well, so I need to um, to find a way to live. The beginning of the downward spiral was my children. I lost my children. They decided they needed to go live with their dad, and they were teenagers, and they took me to court so that they could go be with him. And so, I mean, I had nothing left to live for, you know. So I started my slow spiral down into death. And um, so at that point, I said, okay, you know, I'm not dying very well. I better learn how to live. And so I got, uh, I went to AA, and I started learning how to live sober. But I still didn't have a relationship with God, okay, because, well, I just figured, you know, I couldn't ever understand why horrible things happen to good people. I was saved when I was six years old. Why didn't yes. God protect me? You know, why didn't he keep me from the abuses that happened to an innocent child? That doesn't make sense to me, right? So my whole thing in life was, I must really be a very bad person. I mean, God must really hate me to allow these things to happen to me. And so my whole life was based on God hates me. I'm I'm not worthy of anything. You know, I am not um uh I am not a viable human being. I'm the scum of the earth. So of course these bad things are gonna happen to me and so I hated myself. I absolutely hated who I was. I was afraid to find out. I figured if I actually got to know myself I would find something really horrible in there. <laughs> so um, I tell you, um, after I woke up in the hospital and I decided I needed to learn how to live, I went to AA and I found a psychiatrist who uh, re-diagnosed me with post-traumatic stress syndrome and started working on me in a totally different way than any of the intellectual conversations I ever had before because I'm not a stupid person and I understood the reasons why I was the way I was. I just wasn't capable of changing my heart, you know. So I went on the journey to find out who Suzanne was. And um, it took me probably about eight months, and I found out that I'm this really great person. And I still did not have a relationship with God, okay. Um, My husband of six years, he almost died. Um, he had an appendix, uh, his appendix burst, and he almost died twice because he got infection. And I says, wow, you know, I have no medical control in my life. Now, this is um, three years ago. I decided that I needed to do something, so I got into um, energy work, energy healing, herbal medicine. To, uh, to Reiki? Yes. Gemstones. Okay. Uh, gemstones, uh, meditation, uh, anything that would put me in control of of my life. And I started doing this, um, uh, God is the universe and everything, and I'm God and you're God and the grass is God and the trees are God, you know. And um, I decided that I needed to go back to school, so I went back to school. And every day I stood in the mirror and I said, um, I'm the creator of my own universe. I am, uh, I am an A student. Um, I know all the answers. When I see the questions, I'll know the answers. I'm the creator of my own universe. 
okay? And I did that for nine months. And I went through the whole program, and um, I have to tell you that, uh, that I aced the program. I got the highest grades of anybody in the school, and um, I did really well. I'm a massage therapist, okay? Um, then I had trouble passing, getting my license because I had a DUI some um, seven, eight years ago. And so I had to go in front of the board, and I mean, it was really a struggle. Well, I found that the more that I learned and the more I tried to find ascension and, and, and better myself and, you know, raise my vibrational level and, you know, just be something, you know, I tell you when I when I uh, became a Reiki master, I cried because I said, "Thank you. I finally get to do something that's going to help someone. I finally get to." And I have to tell you, the healing energy is is tremendous. But like I said, the more I learned, the more questions I had, the more confusion. Well, this person says this, this person says that, and I do research. I'm online. I'm doing research, you know, and. Uh, I just got more and more confused, and finally I said, you know what, um, I listened to Nathan Leal, and um, the, there was a lady named CJ did a testimony, and she talked about finally meeting Jesus face-to-face, and how all of a sudden he became so real to her, and I said, you know what, I can't do this anymore, I have to go back to my roots. I've been a believer since I was six years old, okay? I know that Jesus died on that cross for me. Even if some people out there say, oh, yeah, you know, he was drugged and and he woke up three days later and he walked off into Africa and had a family and all. You know what? They can believe what they want. But I know that Jesus died for me and that he suffered for me. And I have to believe that because that's the only thing that that I have no confusion about. So I, this is a month ago, a month ago. So I'm like, okay, I, I have no spiritual armor. I know, I know things are going to start moving. I know the shadows are going to come. I know that things are going to get knocked over. I know that I'm going to, that the spirits are going to come into my bedroom. They've done it before, you know, and touched me and climbed in bed next to me. I mean, I know that that's coming. So I need spiritual armor. I need to know something. I know nothing of all the years, and I'm so ashamed that I had 40-something years to learn about God and his love for me, and I never took advantage of that. Now here I am. I'm like, time is short. Time is short. And 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 I and I I have a husband who says, oh, don't convert me, you know, uh, you know, uh, yeah, God and I, you know, I know God and He knows me and whatever, but don't try to convert me. And I'm like, okay, you know, if I can't talk to him, I don't know anyone, okay. And I I read the Bible every day before I do anything. I sit in this chair and I pray for everything that I can possibly think of, okay, for God to turn around. And I'm learning how to pray because I'm listening to Russ Dizdar and I'm, I'm listening to Nathan Leal and I'm listening to you and I listened to Pat the other night and I'm like, okay, I know these are the ways that I need to pray. And I have not had a spirit come 
in my room. And I have not had anything happen because I have been praying that the blood of Jesus cover me, cover my house, because I'm I'm afraid. I've always been deathly afraid of of Satan. I mean, terrified. I seen him standing at the foot of my bed. Okay, I, I I'm just terrified of him. So every and every night I I pray that that nothing comes upon me in the middle of the night. That nothing climbs into my bed with me. That you know that there aren't any demons. And and I pray every day. For everybody I can think of, you know, I pray for all my family members and I pray for the people out there who are, who like yourself, who are leading people to Christ and into repentance and teaching them the things that you are teaching them. And, and I have, I, you're on my list. You're on my list. And so I spend a great deal of time doing that and I read uh, the, I have a, the Bible plan also where you read it in one year. So I'm reading a chapter uh, in the Old and a chapter in the New Testament every day. And um, I'm just listening to people on the Internet. But I don't have any spiritual armor. Um, I don't know the Word of Christ. I don't... um, I want to do something, but I don't know what. I don't have any friends. Yes? Um, are you still practicing Reiki? No, I renounced that. Um, I renounced that. I uh, I closed all the doorways, um, the gateways that I opened. Um, I I took my beads. I I crushed my beads. Um, I have totally renounced any of the energetic work that I've done. Um, and uh no I'm I'm not practicing. all I'm doing is spending time in in the word with God. Praise God. Uh well, first, wrote, go ahead Peter. Uh and you you um wrote earlier in the chat room that um he's drawn you into prayer more and more. Is that right? Uh yes, when I started praying and it's been about a month, I started praying um and I started like for, you know, praying for myself and my husband and thanking for all the things that we have. And then I started praying for salvation for those that I know. And I start, and I, I like his mom and his family and their children and their children and their children and my parents and their children and their children and their children and my children. And I do like that. And then I pray for um, my neighborhood, my neighbors. Um, and then I pray and I ask, like, for protection um, to save them, to lift them up to God, to um, bless them and bring them into abundance, that type of thing. And um, I pray for specific people that I've listened to that have uh, shown me um, so much in this last month. So, I mean, I have special people on my list like you um, Shannon and um, Pat, I listen to her, and other people. Um, and then I pray for the leaders of the world um, that their uh, that the scales will be ripped from their eyes, that they can see what they are doing. I pray for repentance on the world. 
um, that each person on the planet will uh, will uh, gain salvation, um, and that the world will come to repentance. Um, because I know that we're in judgment. I know that oh, yeah. we're in judgment. Yes. Uh, what is your biggest hurt right now? My biggest what? Hurt. H U R T. Um. Okay. My biggest hurt is that I've always wanted to do something um, that would benefit someone. I've always wanted to give something that... Because uh, I have... Uh, I saw something. Um, you said you're married, right? Yes, I am. And you got you got a spare room in your house? Uh, no, I do not. So you couldn't make room uh, for a sister to stay? For a what? For a person to stay in your house, for a sister to be living with you? Oh, no. Actually, right now I'm living in an RV, <laughs> which doesn't leave much room for um, company. That's right. Well, that's what I saw. And, and actually... Um, I got a scripture uh, with it, and, I, and, I, and it might not be possible today, but I guess that um, your gift and your uh, blessing that you want to be is in um, hospitality. And it's and that's uh, I, I found that in the third uh, letter of of John, and it only okay. has one chapter. So if you want to read that. That's the that's the scripture I got for you that um you're faithful in um serving the needs of the the brethren by um serving them in 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 housing them or or feeding them and that will be my prayer that um the Lord will use you to um to bless them because that is uh, you're a very compassionate person And uh, I pray that um, he'll bring a sister or or a company into. Maybe you're gonna move into a house. I don't know, but uh, he'll bring company that um, is mature in the in the word. Somebody that um, has overcome. Somebody has that has the full armor of God. And and I pray, Father, that um, you you let my sister meet that person, and um, that she'll be. Um, having a new friend that is um, able to show her the way and um, give her what she lacks and share with her the, the knowledge of the truth. I, I pray that you um, lead Suzanne deeper in the Word and that you reveal yourself every time she opens the book, Lord. I pray that you even give her uh, the words to her prayers, that um, you um, help her to pray and help her how to pray, Lord. Uh, I pray that... Um, there'll be an abundance of revelation and um, that you will lead her into the full truth, Lord. And um, give her dreams also. Dreams or visions that she um, has uh, this gift of of knowledge that um, you show her things um, that are present and things to come in her dreams, Lord. Amen. Suzanne, um, are you still... Hearing any voices that uh, 
that are telling you to commit suicide? No. Um, I actually am completely recovered from that. Um, I was on medication for a long, long time, and um, I have not been on medication for over a year now. Um, and I I don't know um, if it was the energy work that I was doing or it just maybe it had done served its purpose or whatever. I do know that the purpose of the depression was to take me off the planet, um, and that there's something that I'm supposed to do. I feel that from time to time. And then I always say, well, what what am I supposed to do? You know, and I apologize. Um, I didn't think I was going to come on the radio and then just have, like, vomit. I mean... <laughs> no, listen, this is, um, this is what ministry is all about. Uh, praise God. I want to tell you that, uh, number one, Satan, uh, he's a liar. And he will tell you that uh, you're worthless, um, that uh, God doesn't have a plan for you, that God doesn't love you. That's just a lie of Satan. You know, he, he kills, steals, destroys. He's the father of lies. Uh, Jesus loves you, and he's tried to tell you your whole life that um, there must be something wrong with me if bad things are happening. Well, I have to say that, you know, the Word says that um, it rains on the just and the unjust. Um, we're living in a sinful world, uh, and there's things that uh, go on every day. Sometimes we don't understand why it's happening. But, uh, you know, the, the fleshly response will be to, well, to blame God for it. And, um, you know, we can't do that because, you know, this whole world is uh, on a decline and there's things that are going on that uh, it's not God's will that it happens, but he lets things run its course. God's still in control, though. And that's just a trick of the enemy. And he'll tell you, you know, well, you must not uh, be loved by God if this is happening to you. And that's one of the, the poise that he will use, and that's not the case. God does love you. You know, he loves me, um, and um, you've got some issues of unforgiveness of yourself. You know, the Lord loves you, and you feel that um, there must be something that uh, you haven't done right. Well, that's just a lie from the enemy. You need to stop listening to that. Now, I will tell you that uh, you were seeking for the truth, and you fell into the trap of Reiki. Reiki is a uh, witchcraft doorway. And... uh no doubt, uh, people do see some healings through Reiki. Understand that uh, Satan has his signs and wonders. And uh, what you may think is uh, an actual physical healing that came from God, uh, actually what has happened is uh, it's, uh, it's a satanic miracle. And uh, usually those do not last. In fact, we're going to put you in touch with um, Sister Lynn Dickey over at Set the Captives Free. She came out of Reiki healing. She's got a, a wonderful testimony. In fact, I've told her to reach out to you. But um, if you allow us to, we want to pray and see if we can get you some release of, of some of these foul spirits. One thing you've got to understand, these attacks started to happen as you were trying to move closer to God. And that's a sign that uh, you were on the right track because, you know, if if you're no threat to Satan, Satan will leave you along most of the time. If someone says to me, well, bless God, nothing's ever happened to me. I don't come under any attacks. Well, I would really question if they're doing anything for God. That should be a wake-up call for them because uh, Satan will attack you if um, you're seeking the truth and uh, he knows that you're going to be used in a mighty way and so he'll try to take you out and eclipse you. And so that's what he'll do. And, of course, we can open up demonic gateways and invite them in. Uh, there's so many different gateways, you know. Uh, it could be witchcraft, the occult. It could be drugs. It could be alcohol, fornication. 
I think everybody listening out there, including me, have opened a gateway at one time or another in our life, and what happens is it gives Satan legal authority to come in. Uh, you know, God puts his hedge of protection around us, and uh, through the sin in our lives, uh, you know, we'll trip up, we'll fall into traps sometimes that he plans for us, Satan does. Uh, it will actually give Satan legal permission to come in and attack us. The good thing is, is deliverance is the children's bread, and uh, we can repent and close those gateways and stay set free. And uh, if we'll walk close to the Lord, um, then we can uh, we can have victory in our lives. Would you agree, Peter? That's true. Um, we are the salt and we are the light, right? I, I want you to know that um, I was listening uh, last night. Um, I was in the chat room, and I was listening last night, and um, I I have been um, closing doorways. Um, and last night, the prayer with John was um, the, the, the casting out of all the spirits and everything was tremendous. Um, I tell you, I... Um, I have to say I really appreciate all that you are doing because you're amazing. And I listened to you the first time with Steve Quayle because I really like him. And, and it was the first time I ever heard his testimony, and I had no idea. And um, so I said, well, this is someone that I need to, to listen to as often as possible. And so I put you on my, my list. I Obviously, I have a lot of free time. Well, we're not amazing um <laughs> No, it's Jesus Christ. If anything happens on these programs, it's because Jesus Christ shows up. Because outside of him, uh, nothing would happen. Uh, it's all about him. And uh, we want to pray with you right now, uh, if you'll allow us. Thank you. And uh, you know what I want to do is uh, we've got about 18 minutes remaining. We've got plenty of time. And uh, if uh, anybody else would like uh, prayer, I'll go into overtime and we will pray with you. We're also going to have... Uh, uh, School of Deliverance, Saturday night, 8 p.m., and I would invite also any people that need deliverance, uh, have a, a need to call in also 8 p.m. Saturday night with Dr. Pat. But um, what we want to do is just make sure we've closed this gateway, Stephanie, that came in through uh, Reiki healing. So uh, if you're in agreement with us, let's just, you know, uh, say a simple prayer like this. Uh, Father God. Father you, God. In the name of Jesus, we come to you. In the name of Jesus, we come to you. And I repent of any doorways to the occult or witchcraft that I may have opened. I repent of any doorways um, into the occult or witchcraft that I may have opened. Father God, anything that I have opened, uh, whether it be Reiki healing or any kind of New Age doctrine. Father God, anything, any doorway I may have opened, whether it be Reiki or New Age uh, doctrine. I repent of and I ask that you would uh, forgive me and close that doorway. I repent of, and I ask that you would close that doorway. All right, and uh, Father God, I we lift up Stephanie right now um, in agreement with Peter and the other listeners out there. Father God, we thank you for her. We thank you for her calling in tonight. And um, Father God, we know that you love her, and you have a plan for her. And uh, Satan has just done nothing but try to destroy her and tell her and others out there that uh, you do not love them because of circumstances, and we know that's just a trick of the enemy to try to get us off the path you to have us to follow. So uh, right now, Stephanie, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to any foul spirits in you. I bind the strong man. I bind the gatekeeper. Satan, your authority over her has been revoked right now in the name of Jesus Christ. I bind all foul spirits that came in through the Reiki gateway 
any spirits of witchcraft, come out of her right now. Loose her in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind you right now in Jesus' name. Be bound up. Be weakened, you foul spirits. The word says, what if we bind on earth will be bound in heaven? And we have the authority to tread on you, Satan. So loose her right now in the name of Jesus Christ. I bind all spirits that came in of suicide and depression. The Lord rebuke you. Loose her right now in the name of Jesus. Stephanie, just start taking some deep breaths. Um, we'll see what the Lord will do. We bind you, you foul spirits. Loose her right now. Any spirits that came in of suicide and depression, you must go now. Loose her right now in Jesus' name. We bind up any spirits that came in through the alcohol gateway or through any type of pharmaceutical use. The Lord rebuke you. Loose her right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Father God, I'm asking that you would loose warrior angels down right now. Stand around Stephanie and angels of God. Go in there and drag these foul spirits out. Anything that's in there trying to keep her in bondage. Angels of God, go in there and start ripping them out. We pour the blood of Jesus on you, you foul spirits. The Lord rebuke you. She's a child of God. She does not want you there. You have no legal right to be there. We command you to come out right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Right now, we break off any witchcraft that has come down her family line back to ten generations on either side of her family. We break any hexes, any vexes, any curses, any spells that have been sent against her. In the name of Jesus, we break them off and command them to go back to where they came from sevenfold. I bind any demons, any witchcraft that is being sent against her. We command it to loose her right now and go back to where it came from in Jesus' name. We come against any foul spirits that are attacking her at night. We bind all spirits of incubus and succubus, any osmodius and asmodius spirits. Loose her right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on out. Any foul spirits that would come in and attack her at night, we bind you. Loose her in the name of Jesus Christ. The Lord rebuke you, you foul spirits. The blood of Jesus. Apply the blood of Jesus to you right now. God, I'm asking that you unloose warrior angels to go down and encircle her, her and her home. We're asking for a wall of fire of the Holy Spirit to surround her and her family in the name of Jesus Christ. Again, I command any foul spirits to come out in the name of Jesus Christ and go to Jesus to be judged before your time right now. Lord, rebuke you, you foul spirits. You cannot have her and your authority has been revoked today in the name of Jesus I'm asking God that you would loose the Holy Spirit in right now. The Holy Spirit fire, just go in there and burn out any other spirits that are attacking her in Jesus' name. And fill any vacancies, God, that have been created. In the name of Jesus Christ, we ask God that you would loose ministering spirits to her right now. The Word says that uh, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. We bind all spirits of fear, all spirits of rejection. Loose her in the name of Jesus. Anything causing low self-esteem, all lying spirits, loose her in the name of Jesus Christ right now. We thank you, God, for what you're doing in her life. And we ask for a blessing on her right now. Finances, I'm asking God that you pour out financial blessing on her. Order her steps. Open up new doors of opportunity for her. Put her in fellowship with other sisters and brothers in the Lord. In Jesus' name. Peter, would you like to pray? Yes, uh, I got a word also for you, Susan. Uh, I asked the Lord, and he led me to um, Deuteronomy 17, 18. 
And I think this uh, commandment is for you. I'm gonna post it. Um, I'm gonna post it uh, in the chat room. I have it. Uh, this Deuteronomy is... seventeen eighteen. Yeah. Do you want to read it? Um, oh, 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 I can. Please go ahead and read uh, the first. Yeah. Okay. The second. And, verse uh, 18. Yep. Suzanne, while you're um, going to that scripture, what I want to also do, invite you to do, is I'd like you to call back in uh, Saturday night uh, with Dr. Pat. We're going to bring you on. There's some others that are writing me in the chat room right now. I'd like you all to call in, and we're going to continue to pray. And, folks, you don't have to give out your first names. That's not important. Um, but we will pray with anyone that has a need out there. That's a, the point of this program. Go ahead, Suzanne, anytime you find that verse. Deuteronomy 17, 18 says, yes? Yeah, 17, uh, verses 18, 19, and 20, the last three verses of the chapter, please. Okay, uh, Deuteronomy 17, 18, 19, and 20 says, And it shall be, when he sitteth upon the throne of his kingdom, that he shall write him a copy of this law in a book, out of that which is before the priest's the Levites, and it shall be with him, and he shall read therein all the days of his life, that he may learn to fear the Lord his God, to keep all the words of this law and these statutes, to do them, that his heart be not lifted up above his brethren, and that he turn not aside from the commandment to the right hand or to the left to the end that he may prolong his days in his kingdom, he and his children, in the midst of Israel. All right. Um, this is a commandment, and it's also a promise. This was given to the king. It was said that when the king sits on his throne, he shall ask for the Levites to bring him the book, which is the, the Torah, the five uh, books of, of uh, Moses. Moses. And... Um, as you know, that Peter said that we are kings and priests. I believe that the Lord is telling you here that you should um, copy the New Testament and um, make a handwritten copy of it. The and study New it. Testament? The entire New Testament. Uh, get a blank book and start copying um, the New Testament and write it down. For your, uh, make, your, make yourself a copy of the New Testament. Because there is a great um, treasure if you write, you actually learn more and, than if you just read. <laughs> he wants you to be okay. a scribe. <laughs> no, no, it's okay because I am trying to put on the the armor of God and I don't know how to study the Bible. So um, I have been making notes of certain verses that I come across that have had meaning for me in, in my life. Okay, you know, study to show thyself approved and all scriptures given by inspiration and let your requests be made known to God. And I can do all things through Christ and so on and so forth. And so I've been keeping those. When I run across them, I'm writing them down with the location, you know, um, in the Bible. But it's so funny because I do learn better by writing than by reading. And um, so that's kind of that's um, funny that you should. Say that that God should give that to you. 
Well, it's praise amazing. God. Uh, I think it works for you, and I can encourage anybody else uh, trying it. Uh, there's a, gl- a great blessing in, in writing down the law because um, you will learn uh, much deeper from writing it down. And I want to pray for you also. I would, I would really appreciate that. Right. Lord, uh, we come together in agreement for our sister Suzanne that um, yes. you grant her um, the fulfillment of this promise that um, uh, she will not turn from your commandments, uh, not to the left, not to the right, but she'll stay on that narrow path, Lord, that uh, she'll uh, walk in this intimate relationship with you, that she can hear your voice, that um, all other noise will be shut out of her, out of her life, and that um, you, um, you're, you yourself will draw her close to you, close to your heart, that she'll feel you, that she'll um, be connected and live in communion with you, Lord. Uh, wherever she is, there is the presence of the Spirit also, Lord. I, I bless her with a, a peace and a um, joy and a, a holiness that is uh, visible, Lord, that Everybody sees um, that um, enters her presence. Everybody that sees Suzanne uh, sees you looking out of her eye. And and we delight in seeing you, Lord, glorified in our sister, Suzanne, Lord. I bless her with um, understanding and um, uh, knowledge and wisdom and discernment. And um, as she's writing down um, the entire New Testament, and uh, I want to um, ask you, Lord, that you... Uh, encounter her as she's doing this, that you are sitting next to her and that you speak to her, Lord. Amen. Amen. And um, what I want to do, encourage you, Suzanne, to do is uh, keep calling in. We're going to continue to work with you and pray with you. Um, I'd like you to call in if if you're able to Saturday night. I want to have uh, Dr. Pat also pray with you, minister to you. And uh, with regards to putting on the full armor, um, that's over in Ephesians 6. And I'll tell you what I've been doing. Uh, someone said, you know, read the, read that scripture and actually vision yourself putting it on. So I do it every day. And the way I do that is I just say, Father God, I put on the full armor. Right now I shod my feet with the preparation of the gospel. I put on the breastplate of righteousness. I gird my loins about with truth. Pick up the shield of faith. I put on the helmet of my salvation. And I pick up the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. And I feel like literally I've been suited up in it. And it has more implications than that, but that's one thing that I do. And then what you want to start doing is pleading the blood of Jesus over you every day. Just say, when you wake up and at night, say, I apply the blood of Jesus to me. I apply it to my RV. I apply it to my husband. I apply it to my vehicle, my finances in the name of Jesus. And um, when you go to bed, what you want to do is uh, just ask God to loose his angels to come down and encircle your property. You know, it says the angel of the Lord encampeth about the righteous, so um, we can we can believe in that, and it's going to happen. And uh, I just, I bind any foul spirits that might be in my dwelling. I command them to go in Jesus' name. And if you get awoken and, you, you know, you feel like you're being attacked by one of these uh, incubus demons or succubus, what you want to do is just, just bind them in Jesus' name and command them to go and just start pleading the blood of Jesus. And uh, I bind any foul spirits that would try to attack me. As I'm going to sleep tonight in the name of Jesus, and I rebuke you foul spirits, and I command you to leave in Jesus' name. And uh, I say things like that. And then I'll tell you something else that works. is uh, If you can get the Word of God on a CD, uh, on a cassette tape, just play it.
when you go to bed. And uh, if any foul spirits come around, they're not going to hang around long when they hear the Word of God. And so, you know, your spirit man is awake as you're sleeping. And Satan will kind of take that opportunity when uh, your guard's kind of down when you're sleeping to come in and attack, and that's often when he attacks people. A lot of times at 3 a.m. in the morning. Um, and uh, so what I do is, uh, again, I play that word, and if I happen to wake up, just start pleading the blood of Jesus. Say, I, I plead the blood of Jesus over myself. And uh, that's a little bit of advice to, to get you going about uh, spiritual warfare, and uh, I would encourage you to go over to uh, MiracleInternetChurch.com and start uh, going through some of the uh, spiritual warfare series that's over there for free. And we're going to continue to work there, with you. That's Pat's website, right? Yes, ma'am. Okay, you can reach I've it been there. Uh, or patholiday.com, and that's just one of uh, many that I would recommend. Uh, it's got some great information on spiritual warfare, but uh, well, we praise God for your testimony tonight and for calling in, and uh, stay in touch with us. We're going to continue to work with you. Thank you very much, and I, I feel like I just hogged a bunch of time and stuff, and um, thank everybody in the chat room. A lot of wonderful people are in there, and they said some really great things. I haven't had a chance to read them, but I, I just really appreciate everyone so much because this is an important journey. You know, we uh, we have so much work to do and so little time to do it in, and um, so I just really appreciate anybody who's out there helping me to become stronger in Christ so that I can do whatever it is that he set out for me to do. Amen. God bless you so, tonight, Suzanne. Thank you. And uh, Stay blessed, Suzanne. We'll talk thank to you again you. soon. The Lord loves okay, you. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Peter, we've got about two minutes remaining, but we've got uh, we've got time to take one more call. And, folks, uh, if we go off the air, it's because our three hours has run out. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Uh, but before we go to this call, Peter, give out your contact information, please. All right. Uh, my email address is manchildministeratlife.com. And uh, I love to pray. Uh, you can call me 24-7-365 on my cell phone, literally. If you need prayer, call me. Uh, the number is 813-766-9166. And if I don't answer the phone at 3 o'clock at night, I'm probably sleeping. But um, if I don't want to be disturbed, I'll put it on um, vibration. My landline is 423-536-6289. And uh, you can find me on Facebook. Um, I posted the links in the chat room. Um, it's www.facebook.com slash J-E-F-U-K-N-E-C-H-T. And my cell phone, again, 813-766-9166. Call Peter, me for prayer. Uh, the Lord loves you, brother. Uh, I love you. And uh, thank you for calling it tonight, and uh, I want to have you back on really soon. All right. I enjoyed the show very much, Shannon. This has been great. Well, we praise God for this time of fellowship. And, folks, if uh, you didn't get a chance to call in tonight, uh, we're going to be doing another program Saturday night, 8 p.m. I want to encourage everybody to call in. Psalms 41, if you're out there and listening, I would like you to call in on Saturday night's show. And um, you can reach me, of course, at uh, Shannon at OmegaManRadio.com. If you're not on our newsletter, uh, go ahead and uh, sign up over there for free over at the website, and uh, we're going to be putting out a monthly newsletter and give people updates on what's going on. Uh, God bless everyone out there tonight. Thank you so much, Peter.
All right. If there is some seconds left, I would announce my Block Talk channel. It's blogtalkradio.com slash radio. We do a show yes. every Sunday. Have a great testimony. Absolutely. And uh, bless you, everybody. Radio. Stay blessed. If if you want, if you don't know what to read tonight, read Psalm 103. And the Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. Thank you very much, guys. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Omega Man Radio. Our mission is to operate in the threefold ministry of Jesus Christ and take evangelism, deliverance from demons, and miracle healing to the world. If you would like to partner with us, you can support this work by donating any amount online at OmegaManRadio.com. Join us in an all-out attack against the hosts of hell. It's time to deliver a death blow to the enemy and take back territory for Jesus. Tell a friend and support Omega Man Radio.